0: It's coming down from the gallows, and I don't have very long. Yeah! If she gets up she it out, finally found me. If you renegade, you had it made straight treat more about me. Never
1: more to go astray. So we Hello! Welcome to episode 193. Of the UK Steelers podcast, you're joined as always by me, Sam with stanley and we've got Gavin Marshall, and we've got Mike, is it Farrell, is it Farrell? We're yet to decide. How you doing, guys? All right, tagging in. You
2: had your two mates last week, and you got your two different yeah. mates this week. Was yeah, it was, right?
1: this is what it's like now. It's like cyan si is his rotating uh, chair of, of co-hosts. It's great. And has
2: anyone seen Ketz?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, Ketz did message me this week asking uh, for some advice about his house purchase, because he's moving to my old neck of the woods in Bolton, so... Busy. Um yeah, yeah. So oh, you know, maybe, maybe that explains maybe he's his a little absence bit tied up. Yeah, busy. House purchases and he's whatnot. Kets, yeah. okay, come back to us. Yeah. <laughs> you, well we're still in draft season a little bit, right? We just exit in draft season, so uh, he's got to pass until the end of that. Mm-hmm. Um all right, let's how are you doing guys? Are you all okay? Everyone good? We've we've yeah. just spent probably an hour talking about fantasy football, <laughs> yeah. it feels like, and, and trips to Fiji um so we're coming in a little bit hot a little bit late but it's good to have mm-hmm. you here and, and we'll get some of your draft takes as we go on a little bit later and, and whatnot um housekeeping check us out patreon.com forward slash uk steelers podcast as always shout out to our beautiful show producers this month rob ferguson mark hansen glenn jones matt audley joel spencer steve williams jason bowdler ian ferrugia and christian rob Trump is Lovely back. group, a handsome group. Um, cheers, guys! Appreciate your support as always. Um, now, I wanted to shout someone out before we really get started, and I, I thought this would be a nice little segue into uh, maybe a little discussion. And I thought it was an apt time to do so. Um, shout out to Rob who reached out to me on Twitter this week. He we got in touch, uh, said he enjoyed the post draft show, and had recently decided to get into the NFL and had chosen the Steelers to support. Good, good choice, Rob.
0: Oh, welcome. Was,
1: yeah, welcome, welcome. And he was seeking out recommendations, basically on on books, TV shows, other podcasts, to help him kind of like understand the game, understand Steele's history a little bit more. Um, now I sent this to you. I, I sent him back, like obviously, you know, a ton of recommendations. That I mentioned some stuff that you mentioned previously, Gab. Obviously, like take your eye off the ball. I know you're a big fan of that book and
0: mm-hmm.
1: stuff like that. And, and I said I sent him loads of stuff back. But you know, as we enter you know we start to transition now to the three four months of deep dark off season, I thought this might be an apt time as people are sort of looking for you know, off-season football content to, you know, maybe shout some stuff out if, if we had any. So mm. I don't know if you've got anything. I don't, even if it's stuff that maybe we've recommended before, you know, we've picked up new listeners since then. You know, yeah. I, I'm always adamant that people should go and check out um, the YouTube channel Secret
2: Base. I think they do great football content that's mm. interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, obviously you got the – I can never remember the numbers. Is it 20 for 20, 30 for 30, 60 for 60? 30, 30, 30, 30 for 30. for 30, yeah. Uh, What does that mean? What does that mean? Why is it 30 for 30? What is that? Uh, Not sure. Okay, no one knows. But it's an ESPN series on Disney, and that's just full of stuff on there. And also you've got Football Life. They're good too.
3: Yeah, America's Game.
2: Yeah, America's Mm -hmm. Game. Yeah, that's good. Uh, All or Nothing, Hard Knocks, all those things. Um, And It's tons of podcasts, man. Depends which way you want to go. But yeah, the, the book, Take Your Eye Off the Ball by Pat Cohen is just a fascinating read of how to not just fall into the habit of watching American football in one way and to try and start looking at it as, as a bigger picture, like more how scouts see it or coaches see it rather than how, you know, your average sofa dweller does. So I think I think reading that book it ignited something in my brain that ended up 20 years later doing this podcast. That's what I'm saying. You
1: know what I'm going to do? Because I am your average TV... Um... <laughs> Watching, like Neanderthal. I am gonna, um, I am gonna take that book on my little trip to Cornwall in, in the summer, and I am gonna get through it, and then and then I'll come back, Gavin. We can. discuss. It's not read it you. yet.
2: No, not yet. After four <laughs> years of me banging on about it, okay. I did buy it last off season. That's true. That's fair. enough. I
1: just didn't get through it. The yeah. trouble is with me, right? The problem is I just never seem to find time to read anymore. I used to read all the time, and now I think it's just like the pure number of podcasts and whatnot. It's just that's overtaken that 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 time that used to be reading time is now yeah podcast.
2: time. I, know. Yeah. I I need the UK, Ukraine war to end so I can stop, <laughs> stop listening to all those podcasts because I'm absolutely fascinated. That
1: is the it. top reason. Yeah.
2: For, For me personally. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's about me. No. I mean obviously I don't want any, you know, I want the pain and the suffering to end as well, but also my, you know, my brain is really needs a bit.
3: suffering with pain here, Gav, is what you're trying yeah. to say to you. Yeah, yeah.
2: No, no, I'm not suffering. No, no, I'm I'm, I'm digging the podcast, man. I love <laughs> I love it. It's, it's like fun. a it's like a TV drama to Gav. It's just yeah it's like geopolitical you know
3: it's just so for
1: for real i mean because as someone who obviously was absolutely and still is in a way but but was you know obviously fascinated by politics in his youth i can totally understand but for me i just i've said this before i just had to distance myself from this stuff because it was affecting me mentally (laughs) so i've completely tried to switch i mean you you might have noticed me on twitter in more recent months as i've uh, become a little bit more I've been engaging more in politics and I can already feel my blood pressure rising daily.
2: <laughs> yeah. You got you to watch out for that outrage, man.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: <laughs> I, I do sure. struggle
1: with that. Do struggle with that. But it's easy to do in today's climate. Anyway, this isn't a politics discussion. Um, I, what else did I recommend? I, uh, Slow Getting Up. Anyone read that? Um, mm-hmm. By It's a former Broncos player whose name's escaping me now, but it was kind of like a more behind the scenes players look at like being a bottom of a roster guy. Which is yeah. not something people talk about very often, so I kind of found that quite fascinating. Um, who was it? It was Nate Jackson who used to play for the Broncos. Yeah. Um, and I know I think some was it Mark or Ketz had read the system, which was like a, a good, an interesting mm. look at like college football's uh, yeah, like business. some of its that
2: was, that darker side, right?
1: Yeah. Um, mm.
2: Collision, so, collision, low crosses, crosses. One of uh, where's favorite books? I've not read that. It's good, but it's a year in. It's strangely enough, it's uh, the there was the hard knocks year where with the Jets when um it's getting it's getting it's just disappearing over my mental horizon now. It's like twenty ten when I had Sanchez, yeah, the last couple of years of LT and and that amazing secondary and uh, yeah, basically there was a journalist that spent a year with the team and followed it through all of the Revis. But it was weird. But it was Ooh. a weird like congruence, confluence. I don't know. I can't remember the right word, of of the TV show and the book, but them not being connected, but them both being about the same team at the same time. So you can you can. I, I would recommend watching. Uh, sorry, reading the book, Collision Low Crosses, and then going back and watching that Hard Knocks. And it was a really good Hard Knocks. Actually, it was one of the best because it was Rex Ryan, who's just full of life. Mm-hmm. And uh, no. who's their special Mike Quiz? Who's the special teams coordinator on that show? You remember. Um, no idea. Oh, uh, it's come to me. Uh, Mike Westhoff, Westbrook, West. Anyway, okay. Westhoff. Mike Westhoff. Yeah, what a character that dude is. I mean, <laughs> awesome. Like some some nasty grandpa running the special team show. I guess. I guess a bit like our special teams guy. Uh, maybe that's a, a type there. But uh, yeah, that's a good book. Anyway, uh, I was going to say, so,
1: sorry to, uh, it's fine. We got time in this episode. I was like, sorry to listeners because there was one copy of that book, uh, under 15 pounds. It was four pound 80 used on Amazon. and I've just ordered it. So such so sucks <laughs> to meet you guys. Oh. Right. The timing is everything. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah. No, so shout out to Rob. Um, and if, yeah, if anyone uh, wants any more, you know, recommendations, mm. information on something specific, let us know. Obviously, you know, a, a, a obligatory shout out if you're not already listening to uh, Around the NFL, which is a great um, influence on this podcast, and uh, uh, The Terrible Podcast, who do mm. a much more... Uh, but please, if you do go listen to The Terrible Podcast, don't stop listening to this podcast, Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> because,
2: because you probably could... <laughs> <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> no, I think but, they
2: come from different places.
1: Obviously, of course. Uh, but but I, I always say, I mean, they are doing the God's work in terms of the informative side of, and they really get into the minutia, you know, and some of the cap stuff and the, the public cap, public the cap work, work they do. Yeah, is, yeah it's, it's crazy. crazy. So the um, visits
3: and stuff like that during the draft as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The large work.
1: All right, let's roll. On. Uh, oh, I wanted to mention this, last thing in housekeeping, because we, we should acknowledge Mike's victory, although I think it may have been a bit of a joke. Um... Mm. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah, I think Mike... the rules were broken.
1: Well, we'll get into that. Mike won the rules the... were broken, tell me no, what. No, Mike, I'm going to defend you on this. We w- Mike won the rookie draft game, uh, which you. is what we did pre-draft. If you listen to it, it was where we all drafted a player from the rookie pool and made a team out of them. Now, Gav's going to complain now that the defence that Mike drafted, and I think probably all of us drafted except him,
2: And and not only did I complain after, (laughs) I went back and listened to see what I said. And I specifically said, it's got to be a functional, realistic front seven, i.e. you can't draft six edge rushers and win because you've got a... a, a," And what happened? I I understand your frustration,
1: but... The problem I have is that we tried to. I tried to iron this out with with rules before we started, and everyone was just like, "No, no, no. Let's just do whatever happens, and then we'll figure it out." And then that we, <laughs> you kind of got what I, we were going to get. I didn't it, say that. I, I said it's got to be logical. I tried to make it logical, but in the, this is what I mean. In the heat of the moment, when I'm just looking at a spreadsheet, I was getting confused with the. <laughs> Which players are hard and where they were going to go. And so when I look back at mine, I agreed with you, Gav. I was like, oh, wait, hang on a minute. I drafted like one extra edge guy when I should have had a guy to play in the middle.
2: Yeah, who's going to but, defend the run in your team? They're going to get run all over? I, this Mike's got going. one linebacker. <laughs> <laughs> I, I propose that if we do this again next year, we have
1: to go back to what we did the year before where we either take an extra D lineman or an extra inside linebacker and we'd stick
2: to it. Because <laughs> that's what I was 11. trying to go
1: for. It's what I was trying to go for, and I was ruled against, and this is what we got. So, okay, uh, I feel you, pain, Gav, but like I say, the, the rules were not set out efficiently enough. My
2: team is fundamentally sound,
1: <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> it also starts with Levis, it does, but that's that's uh, that's because
2: I went Bajon, which I uh, wanted, Bajon, yeah, all right. God.
1: Yeah, it, it it was rough because I did see that we were about two days into that vote and, and Gav was yet to get a vote and I saw yeah. that he voted he voted for himself and, and that was Got <laughs> me, me off the mark sad. Yeah, that was the saddest moment yeah. of the, the exercise So, yeah, well, fair enough, Mike That's the second well, not the second year in a row because did you do it last year? I can't remember No No, no. but you so did, you I, did I, win I, the first year Yes, 100% record Yeah, for- interesting mm. Mm. Who won it the mm. year that me, me you and Ketz did it, yeah?
2: Pardon uh, uh, me Not sure Me <laughs>
1: Me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to go back and check on that. All right. Shall we get to some news? Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. All right.
0: Let's go. Dealers on three. One, two, three, yeah.
1: All right. The first piece of news is going to rile at one of the members of this show, so mm. I-, I kindly request that the members uh, hold their thoughts until I get through. This lengthy introduction. Number one, slot corner Arthur Morlett has been released by the team, saving around $1.8 million against the CAP in 2023, according to Dave Bryan of Aforementioned Terrible Podcast. Um, it's since emerged that Arthur Morlett has asked for his release, citing quote unquote a difference of opinion about his contract. Now, this seems like nonsense to me personally. He was signed through 2023, and he's, you know, he's not the type of player that you would have expected a renegotiated deal based on his performance or anything, although Calf might disagree. Um, the timing of this demand is also a little bit suspect, given the recent signing of Chandon Sullivan, the nickel. Now, it comes this this request of Morlett's comes despite the Steelers not drafting an obvious nickel defender early in the draft, and bringing in PFF's worst-rated nickel defender on a very cheap deal, which, as far as I'm concerned, is competition that seems like the very minimal that Morlett was ever going to face this offseason. Can I talk? Um, no, and then he released. <laughs> then he released an Instagram post sl- stating, uh, "I'm very thankful for everything, but I won't sell my soul for what I believe in." Ellipses. They go and paint the picture like I'm tripping. Hashtag God wins. Uh, checkered flag emoji. Bat emoji. Uh, Gav, your thoughts?
2: That's a bit harsh on Chandan Sullivan because yes, <laughs> <laughs> not, not not the first thing I thought you were going to come out with. But um, go. yes, he he was rated poorly. But if you look at his PFF. He actually had an OK season against the run and rushing the QB. So that's
1: so he's Artemi. M-
2: Precisely. Steelers <laughs> have this role, right? I, I don't know. Let's call it like the meat grinder nickelback, right? It's not. Mm-hmm. It's not Cam Sutton. I don't know, I don't know who is going to be that, the actual slot coverage guy. Yeah. But on obvious rundowns, or you want to, you want to do a nickel blitz. They've got this kind of this kind of guy. Now, I actually part of my love for Artemi died. Immediately on the Saturday, the seventh round, when they drafted Corey Trice. Because mm. that guy, what he does, all right, yeah, he might not be the best, like, you know, deep coverage corner in the world, but what he does when he's in the backfield, when he's rushing the passer, I mean, give me that guy. Give, give me that guy in the Morlette role. Don't ask him to go backwards, just go forwards. He's big, he's physical, athletic, tough dude. So I was already kind of going, well, oh, maybe I can sort of. Because I, I love these guys, you know, I like Hilton. Before I love these guys that that attack the line of scrimmage.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: So I'm thinking I'm I'm going to be gunning for Trice to win that role. Although he's listed as an outside, he's in he's behind Pat P and uh, James Pierre on the sort of man corner role. I think it's the right corner. Uh, I, I'm gunning for Trice to win that slot role, man. So I'm I'm not I'm not devastated by the loss of Moulet, or despite him being my favorite player, I'm, I've got eyes for am eyeing up Trice. Basically.
1: Wow, turned his back on him just like that, mate. Um, That's what happens. Next man up. <laughs> uh, okay, interesting. Yeah, so I, I yeah, because I sort of considered Trice, and I'm sure that you've got more you know, knowledge on this than me, Gav, but I, I considered that he would be, like you say, more of that. He'd be competing for that role, probably over Pierre, right? At the end of the sort of, there's something to grow into and the outside guy, two big dudes in him mm. and Porter. But his tape is full
2: of blowing up people in right. the backfield. Right, so okay. maybe that's a you know you you get a backup man corner that can give you some some line what, play.
1: What's the yeah. measurements on Sullivan? Because I feel like these guys are usually the kind of small and more nimble dudes that,
2: that play this Five role. Five eleven, one eight nine.
1: Okay, okay.
2: Because I know isn't Trice like? He's bigger, much bigger. Yeah. yeah. Trice, All Trice right. is. I mean this. This whole draft is just Big, stacked yeah. with monsters. Well, that's the other thing. Monsters. Yeah, I mean, there's obviously a logic to the way they've
1: drafted this year, and, and maybe that plays into it. And In fairness, maybe Marlet didn't see his role and he saw the writing on the wall, right? So fair enough. But I don't know. Something just... I mean, I don't know. I was never the biggest fan of
2: Marlet to be honest. But
1: something just struck me about this, like the, the, the Instagram post, the... There's something else going on here. I, I, I don't think this is just contracts. competition
2: for... He's not just... Had a hissy fit because some competition's been brought in. There's something else it going on. It sounds like here. a hissy fit to me. Yeah, but do you not think he was trying to leverage like a better contract because he saw he saw an opportunity perhaps that there was no nickel corner? So he's but, gone into a re, 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 restructure or something and go, look, there's, there's no nickel corner on the roster. So, you know, I want more money. Sutton's gone. I'm going to be getting more snaps. Well, and they're gone. No, you're if, right, actually.
1: If that is what he's done, then to me, that is just a complete like lack of aware- self awareness about his role on the team. Because,
2: I, I think he was good, man. I, I, he was a solid player that, that brought something. So fine, yeah,
1: in his role. But let's be honest, we're never going to pay him more money to, to, no. to play a nickel defender role, right, going backwards. Mike, sorry, talk to me. What, what are you going to say?
3: No, I, I'm in agreement. I think self-awareness in this sort of situation is key. Um, and if that is the case, where he wanted to go in and say, look, I want to re- renegotiate a bump of the money, God, that hasn't worked in his favour. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, but you've got to buy your own brand, right? Like <clears throat> I do negotiations and if you if you say something then you can't turn around and go, actually yeah, fine, I'll accept it. You've just got to walk away. Go, um, I'm not gonna take that. Sorry, I said it so someone else gets the job for this. Fair well, like, Yeah,
0: side.
1: I think yeah. that I think you'll find a spot somewhere, right, I'm sure. Um so we shall see what happens, but I don't know how how much he was set to earn this year. I'd be surprised if he earns more. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But it mm. does, like you say, Gav, leave that question open about who is going to be playing that, that nickel-corner role because, like it or not, that room just got a man smaller and it was already one of the lightest on the roster. So, you know, we shall see. But there's talk of Patrick Pete maybe moving inside. That's I don't saying, love but, that. No, I don't. No, I, don't. I also don't know if I believe it. I don't know. That seems a little bit suspect to me. Like, you're going to bring in a guy who's in his, like, sort of early to mid-30s right now. What is he, 32? And he's mm. going to... You know, having always played outside corners, starts to transition to a new role now and, and we're already I don't know, it seems a bit strange to me.
2: So on the depth chart at the moment on our lads, it's got uh Pat P is left cornerback, sorry, left cornerback Pat P, right cornerback Joey Porter, who's anointed starter apparently, and then uh nickelback Levi Wallace. Now is, is is our I'm looking at our lads here, is that official depth chart or is that just no, no, some, I don't think some so. bloke no. that's just putting cause I could do my own depth chart that makes way more sense than that. <laughs>
3: No, it's it's it got away for camp and everything. else. Yeah, it's off season. Yeah. No,
2: but they do generally release some kind of depth chart, don't they? So is that the official the Steelers one? Steelers do, yeah. I
3: don't yeah, think it was. Wasn't to. that years ago? Do you not remember we had a, a situation where it had like left tackle and it had two players? Or yeah. so, you know, right guard had or two nobody a start. Back up, quarterback, yeah, so nobody. Yeah, yeah, so it's yeah, a bit, a pinch of salt, a bucket of salt, really.
0: Yeah,
1: and I understand wanting to move one of those guys inside because. You know, I, I've probably been more critical of Levi Wallace, but I think he did. He is a solid outside corner, right? And you, you may be, yeah. with, with having problems inside, you maybe don't want to waste that. And you could probably start Levi Wallace on the... Well, you can certainly start Levi Wallace on the outside. He'll do a fine job for you. So, you know, it makes sense that now we have a little bit more depth outside than we do inside, that someone, it would make yeah. sense someone would move. But...
2: I think I think they can they can get by with doing what they've done, which is split that role into two jobs. Like so, yeah. when it was Sutton going backwards, or it was Morlett going forwards. So give me Trice going forwards, it, and then I don't know yeah. who's going to play in the slot. The going issue
1: back. the issue I have with that is is that not just running back what we did last year that frankly didn't work. I mean, teams just absolutely took advantage of Morlett. No, even on obvious run
2: situations, they'd throw the ball knowing
1: that Morlett was a liability. Yeah, well,
2: that's you know the. The, the argument of drafting a really good nickel cornerback is you don't yeah, have to do yeah. that. But the, this is sacrifices. You can't have a you know perfect team, can you? That's, that's the where Brian Branch path, came so. in. Yeah. Right.
1: All right. Fair enough. Well, that's one of the more interesting spots to watch, I think, as we head towards training camp. Um, number two, I just wanted to mention, the rest are all more little finicky things that I wanted to mention. Um, I, the biggest liar of the week goes to uh, uh, Salah, head coach of the Jets, who said, um, quote, the difference between thirteen and fifteen, referencing the first round draft picks, and the way everything shook out, made no difference to us. So you can throw that one out, uh, right. saying that the Jets would have drafted Will McDonalds uh, at thirteen uh, if they had been there instead of fifteen. <laughs> Liar. Well, <laughs> is, is, that, is, is, that,
2: is were that were they in the same? Down. Sorry, Mike. Were they were they in the same situation with the Steelers with a cornerback? It's like we we want the tackle, but if we don't get that tackle, i.e., BJ. Uh, do we do we just reach for the next tackle, or do we go to our next guy on the board? Who, in yeah. the Steelers' case, would have been a corner. In their case, was Edge, because of need. So I, I don't know. I think, yeah, they, they, they didn't
3: do what we did—panic and the Artie Burns pick—all those years ago. Yeah, but right. they haven't. I, I I agree with you. So, Gav, have you got like a a, a siren we can use as the, the <laughs> lawyer siren?
0: <laughs>
3: um, <laughs> I, but, but I think I what think both that be whoop.
2: Ro- it's that whoop, whoop
3: sorry (laughs) 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 we need need cats in this soundboard. Um, yeah it's probably a mixture of both I I, I can't see that they weren't going to go for Jones but then they probably did go well he's off now so next player available
2: yeah uh, it would have been a reach to go Anton Harrison there right so yes
1: yeah um, yeah and the thing is what's he going to say so you can't really have a go at him for it I mean he was not no. going to come out and say you know what yeah we didn't want Wilmer Donald we wanted something so I get it but um, I just thought that was a funny quote on Rich eisenhower number three international games announced um, someone has decided to let the Jags play twice now um, despite the number of games in London going down from four to three so enjoy that I guess um, and so that's ja- that's uh, Falcons are the home team weirdly against the Jags, and then the Jags are the home team at Tottenham against the Bills, uh, with that Falcons game being at Wembley. But then interestingly, the uh, third game is Ravens at home against Tennessee Titans at the Ooh. at the big top. So that's going to be a testy game.
2: Yeah, was yeah. um, oh, that the last true. Ravens game they played at Wembley and uh, absolutely hated it? When was that? Uh was it I think they played Miami can't Miami. remember. It was either Miami or I've definitely seen the Ravens play. Have the Ravens played before? Am I making that up?
3: Yeah, no, everyone has now.
2: <laughs> everyone has now.
3: Yeah, after yeah, the Packers I've... last year, everyone has played and it, yeah.
2: Okay, so I saw the Ravens and yeah, I do I definitely saw the Ravens there. Um they they travel pretty well. They're quite a lot of large American contingent. Obviously I was rooting massively for whoever the Ravens were playing. I think <laughs> the Ravens won. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Well, this just felt like a bit of a kick in the nut. I just I can't see that we're ever going to get one of these games again. Now, now that we've got this um, Mexico connection, which is very upsetting. I, you know, I feel like the only hope is that we're like a randomly chosen away team one year. Mm. Um, but it's never we'll going to we'll just game, have is to go out there, won't we?
2: We'll just have to organise it. And- sure. Yeah,
1: and yeah. I've been getting hankering for that lately, man. That's got to happen, I think, in the next two years. So
2: yeah, uh, yeah and then just just way.
1: to just to uh, cap that off in Frankfurt, the two games: uh, Miami against uh, the Chiefs. Should be a good one. And uh, the Colts versus the Patriots. Mm. What do you think about
2: uh, opening day? Lions, Chiefs.
1: Mm. I quite like that. I've seen some people complaining that it should have been like the Eagles again or uh, the Bills or whatever. The whoever the Yeah, player I've player. seen
2: loads of. Let's go away with that. Like, yeah, I, I like that. Damashek always had this thing about, you know, I'm a, I'm a man that's been stumbling through the mm-hmm. desert, dry. You know, I don't need the best games. Just yeah, give me anything. Give me anything. Give me anything. <laughs> but actually, I think that's pretty tasty, like lions and cheese. It think
1: it could be. it's like everyone's favorite, like da- like darling team, right? Underdog yeah. darling team against the the big boys, see if they can knock them
2: off. Yeah, yeah, and get to see what the Pat P and Rasheed Rice is like. Oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was shocked that you didn't take Rasheed Rice in some fantasy leagues this week. I did. I took I'm him in one. It- you know, I like. I like to spread my. I know. Uh, yeah. You know, it- if I take it- him somewhere, I, actually- I don't take him elsewhere.
1: I was trying to trade with someone else, actually, in the second round, and you were coming up at the last pick in the second round, and I did actually say to you, you had the pick before you, I said, I, just, just so you know, as a sweetener on this trade, he will absolutely pick Machine Rice here. So, if you want him, take him. And then, you didn't you didn't take him, you made me look a fool. But
2: yeah, I did the same thing. <laughs> I said you were definitely taking Sam Porter and then you didn't, so... <laughs>
1: Anyway, just we're going to talk a little bit about... Trying undercut um, each other. Trying to undercut yeah.
2: each other. Yeah. <laughs> giving away black. each other's secrets. We're <laughs> going to go into a little bit into uh, some of our dynasty drafts later, I think, because it's yeah, a little yeah. bit interesting. We've been for a few, so we've got one coming up. <laughs> Stay tuned.
1: All right. Uh, number four. I just wanted to throw this out in case you'd listened to it and had anything to say, but I haven't got to it yet. The Bill Cowher uh, interview on, on Ben's football and podcast, have either of you listened to this yet? Yeah. I had a listen. Thanks I'll to Rich. That.
2: Rich's recommendation. It was interesting. Yeah. It's... Um, uh good good to hear some inside stuff between uh coach car and, and ben and their their relationship was interesting and yeah it's good definitely I'm worth look, a listen
1: yeah, i'm looking forward to listening to this probably this weekend so yeah give that a listen if you haven't
2: i'd probably um, i'd probably if you can spend yeah. the time to watch it because there's okay. a lot of things on the podcast where there's referring to stuff and you can't see it this right. this is my issue you see mm-hmm. if you want an audio pod do it audio if you want video do video don't do both I think, personally, because it's irritating as an audio listener. Listening to people talk about stuff, you've got no idea what they're seeing. Yeah, yeah,
1: I get you. But, Gav, you've famously been afraid of doing any video podcasts. It's not afraid. It's not afraid.
2: (laughs) I'm more interested in the audio format than the video format. I
1: I appreciate that. We've had this push and pull for years now where Rich wants to show
2: off his beautiful face and Gav is trying to hide his hideous one. uh, (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I'm just, I, I work in audio. I think audio is more exciting <laughs> medium. I think when you see people, it's boring.
1: Well, this is it. I mean, outside of Rich, we all have a face for radio, so it's a struggle for hey, us. <laughs> He's talking. Speak for yourself. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, all right. And then number five, I just wanted to, because I thought this was crazy. Steelers have been given the worst odds to win the AFC North by Vegas in, when they've released their odds. According to Caesar Sportsbook, current odds to win the AFC North, this is an American money, I don't really understand, but you get the gist. Bengals plus 120. Ravens plus two seventy five, Browns plus three sixty, Steelers plus
2: five fifty. That's just dash, man. <laughs> Browns. I mean, come on. Yeah.
1: This is the QB effect, right? This is what I think the, the sports books rely on early, right? Is which team has the QB? Clearly they don't believe in Kenny Pickett yet.
2: Which I personally think is nobody is seems a, to believe it. This no, know. Kenny Pickett shade every day. I agree. Which what is I'm that?
1: enjoying, because I think he's going to prove everyone wrong. So I'm looking forward to it. Um, to me, it really stinks of a lot of people weren't watching the late run Steelers games. To me. I think because, I let a lot of people weren't watching. Full yeah, stop. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, but there's a big difference there, man. I mean, even the closest to the Browns, I appreciate they've got Watson. And I think, people, I think a lot of people are expecting he's going to have a turnaround this year. And maybe he does. Um, mm. Plus three sixty, the difference to plus five fifty for the Steelers as the outsiders to come forth. I would be shocked if the Steelers. If you told me they finished third this year, I could believe you. I'd be shocked if they finished last in this division.
2: Well, plus plus five fifty means you put a- that's to win, right? That's to win. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that means you you put a hundred pounds on, you win five hundred and fifty. What's that, Mike? 11%. Convert that. There you go. What's
3: that? Look trick? at that! Look at that! Uh, awesome. it's, five, it's five and a half to one essentially. I think yeah. uh, at five fifty.
2: here. Yeah. Yeah. There
3: you go. Quick maths. Nice.
2: Gotcha. Yeah, I do decimal uh, decimal odds <laughs> yeah. betting, so I got no
3: hope. Yeah, this this plus two for, I yeah. I, was trying, I, I was can't figure it out. Too
1: much. I me. only do two to one, three to one. I can't figure it
3: out. Easy, nice and easy, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. yeah I'm agreeing with you. So I think I I don't think a lot of pop was seeing how Pickett ended up and and finished up the season. They, uh, they saw
2: the the early interceptions and wrote them off. Yes. Yeah, that first not, game when there was what was it three picks or
1: whatever, and that I felt like we were defending him from that moment onwards because it felt like nobody was paying any attention <laughs> to
2: the actual throws. I mean, but they, we they spoke obviously about weren't. The time. They weren't watching the game where yeah. Mitch went out and and Kenny came in, and it was just a complete different. Yeah. The, it was like the, the the room was suddenly full of oxygen. It was like okay, we got an offense. This is this yeah. thing's moving. Like we got a guy that can carve you up. All right, he's a rookie all right he's making mistakes all right he's behind a terrible o-line with really soft edges but you saw that the, the like the change in tempo and yeah. just everything happening uh, so uh, you know, people need to look a little bit harder and just not believe what they see in like national highlights cause- the rank, the, the
1: national rank, and they do my head in at this time of year, obviously. But the national rankings that are flying around from various, you know, CBS Sports, ESPN, e- even Good Morning Football has had some trash runs lately. Just you know, what I mean, just just absolute garbage. Uh, and, and listen, I understand Kenny- the AFC is loaded with QBs. I'm not arguing Kenny Pickett's in the top. You know, he went near the top of that list, but
2: let's easily just count average. Down with uh, us uh, uh, yeah, right at moment, now, yeah. yeah.
1: But the slander, I mean, i am seeing him listed behind all the rookies. I'm seeing him, like, 28th on the list. I'm like, this is just getting out of hand. I mean, people just haven't been paying attention. So, yeah, and I'm with you. You know, when when Kenny came in that first game, that's one of the moments in sports that I can think of, one of the few moments where you just really felt, I mean, just almost like the will of the crowd start to yeah. impact the game. It was just like nothing I'd ever seen before. So, yeah. um, magical moment. And and I think he's going to have a lot more this year, hopefully. Um, touch wood, no injuries or anything like that. So... Yeah, I'm excited. I'm really, I mean, I'm really... It reminds me of the Najee conversation, quite frankly. I mean, I feel feel like people aren't watching him either. People are looking at the average yards per attempt and they're saying, ah, Najee's a bust. People aren't watching Najee Harris. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. So it's frustrating me, but uh, I'm hoping this is the year the Steelers' offense really shows up and and overcomes Canada maybe and and people start to pay attention. All right. Um, Last thing I wanted to ask you, we kind of move away from the news now, is just something that the Steelers Depot guys were doing and I thought I'd throw it into you guys and see if you had any thoughts is, is the, the idea of, like, one more move, right? As we have moved out of the off-season, um, the, the off-season moves are mostly complete. Hmm. I thought we could maybe go around the horn and just sort of, like, if you could make one more off-season move now, one more free agent signing, maybe, it could be a trade if you wanted to, but, but really certainly one more off-season move. Wh- who would you be looking to sign? Or if not a specific person, what, what group would you be looking to bolster now? What would be most important to you to bring in? Um. I don't know if you want to have a think some of the guys that have mm. been thrown out. I yeah. tell you
2: before. I mean, t- to yeah, me, yeah. strong safety is still an issue. Mm. Like, uh, I mean, I know I'm I'm hyped that they brought in Tanamese. I mean, you, sorry, a bit of a tangent. Do you think, like, you know how for the last I don't know 20 years or whatever, we as Steelers fans have been going? Why have you drafted that guy? There's that guy that's there, mm. like. The guy that we've we've all been watching. Why have they taken this guy? No one's ever heard of from Maryland. When there's this other guy, do you think Omar Khan has literally been doing that in the draft room, going, "Why? Why?" <laughs> he's that a guy. He's, a, in the he, he's been sitting. He's the same as, as frustrated as us. You know, he went after Tanner Moose, went after Keanu Neal, went after Pat P. You know, he, he's, he's drafted players that everyone, you know, the value guys that have fallen. So uh, you know, I. Th- I, I, I it's exciting that we've got a GM that's like the GM of other teams, right? We suddenly we're experiencing draft this draft in the same way that other fans have of other teams that win the draft, right? It's, it's just like a total change. Having said that, mm, train Norwood as strong safety too. I don't know about that. Mm. That would be. I, I think that needs to be be strengthened up. You could say nickel cornerback is the other one. So some 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 work in the secondary, and then. Mm-hmm. Some tackles, maybe I don't know. What, what other positions have they got there? I mean, the fullback Monty Potterbaum. I know. I know. Uh, is that is that uh, Mark's boy? You know. Is that is that an area of weakness? I don't know. Well,
1: I mean, he's he's out there. You got Connor Haywood. That's kind of half and half. That.
2: Yeah. I just wanted I to bring up Potterbaum. Yeah, of course you did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think we. I think we. We. You know, with all the conversation around Nick Herbig, I think we we should add a veteran edge. I know that one of their guys were, they were shouting out was uh, Calvin
2: Noy who's still unsigned. Mm. Uh, it's like veteran depth. Um, it's not really worth the veteran depth. Really. You think about Melvin Ingram, you just get like yeah. an um, unsettled... I'd rather have like a Quincy Rocher that's like a situational pass rusher that's desperate to make any impact at all.
1: Mm. So, rather than some
3: veteran Yannick Yannick roster Godway. blocker. Been
1: Yannick still out there, yeah.
3: Because so, he's like, guaranteed six and a half sacks.
1: Well, he's, how did what has he done the last two years? Because at least grading wise, he's graded out pretty poorly the last two years. After a, you know a good twenty twenty. Well, the so, thing is, he's, play,
3: he's played for forty two different teams in. Four oh wow,
1: years. nine and a half sacks this past season. Interesting.
3: Oh, stats are always great, but for some, for whatever reason, he just doesn't seem to lock onto a team. I don't know if it's <laughs> an attitude thing, or everyone just looks at him and goes, I don't want to pay you.
1: So according to PFF, just just read what their sort of overview on him. Nine and a half sacks this season, well above the expectation of a player with his pass rush win rate and pressure rate. So it sounds like. On a snap-to-snap basis, maybe he's not there, but he has the production. Interesting. Um, Leonard Floyd, cheap option. Still unsigned. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: yeah. I, I, you know, the tackles, the, the group's there, but if you've got any injuries, I mean, there's still not a lot of dudes under contract, but we probably don't have a lot of space left if we take an eight offensive no. line. I mean,
2: like Taylor LeJuan was was a guy that I was yeah. interested in. But seems what? like he's maybe cooked. What what I've, I was sort of getting at with the Omar Khan rant is that I think he's done a fantastic job, mm-hmm. and he's gone after the kind of slightly bigger name guys and got them at decent value. So I, I feel like he's sort of happy, and, and anything that's going forward is going to happen in season, don't you think? I, I know that yeah. unless, unless like post training camp cuts, right? That's uh, they yeah. usually pick up a guy there. Yeah, or maybe you know maybe some of these uh, invite guys,
1: or, you know, unsigned free agent guys, maybe make a push as well. Um, I think there's a good like I said I was saying this on the podcast last week I think look, just looking at some of the highlights that, that Pirelles kid who they brought in undrafted I think has a shot in a, a, a shallow edge rushing group
2: mm. to, to be that fourth guy um, but the what question is What happened um, if- Hakeem Butler sorry the uh, former Iowa State Cyclone Like, I thought he would did he get a futures deal but then he's not on this depth chart I'm looking at mm. did he not sign Gone somewhere else got a better offer
1: He is with the St. Louis Battlehawks of the Exaville. So has he got to wait for that to finish before? I think. Yes, they're not allowed to. They're allowed to accept invites, though. I don't know.
2: Because he could be, I think he was grossly misused in Arizona. So I think he could be an interesting guy. Wait, are you
1: you talking about the receiver? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, oh, sorry. So, right. So, yeah, he's got an invite, but he um, can't sign a deal until. Right. The okay, XFL so you, season concludes.
3: Uh, I mean, he's not been in the NFL since 2020. He was in yeah, camp in the he, last he, few years. He was he busted
2: out, right? What was <laughs> he fourth round pick?
3: Yeah. yeah. But
2: massive
1: mm. year in the XFL, so I mean, he, like I say, he'll have a, a shot in camp. I think if you know, or at least uh, after the rookie mini camp, we'll mm. see if he gets a, a deal.
3: I mean, Spotrack reckons we've got just over eight million cap space.
2: Mm-hmm. How much do you go into the season with? Sandwich,
3: right? Yeah. Big contract.
2: We shall see. What about Uh, Ronnie Harrison? There you go. That's the guy. Ronnie Harrison. Safety. 26. That's the guy I'm targeting. I like that. Yeah. He feels like a stealer. I've always liked that Mm. dude.
3: Yeah, I could see that. I I I I wouldn't complain about that one at all.
2: Powerful hit. Oh,
1: the uh P- PFF has a sign in Rashad Evans. Former Titans Ah,
2: oh, yeah, they've loved that guy.
1: That seems like uh, something people have said for years. I remember wanting him in the draft and then. So he, yeah, was, he, was, cool. uh, he
2: was he uh, was he was penciled in uh, the first round draft pick in yeah, every, yeah. every mock, wasn't he?
0: Yeah.
2: So he he never really came off. Um Maurice but, yeah. Hurst, was that the guy with the heart issue? Yes. Yeah, so he's free agent. Mo Hurst twenty eight.
1: Uh, well, I mean, just talking about this, you sort of started to talk about it, but what we are over, you, you kind of mentioned your overall thoughts on the draft, but any anything extra you want to dive into? Best deal into draft the I've ever seen.
0: Yeah. Yes.
2: In yeah. terms, of, in terms of, of, as a fan of them taking players that you've actually heard of. <laughs> yeah,
1: of it felt wild. I mean, yeah, just around every corner, it was the guy that I was screaming at. That's never happened before.
2: Yeah. And I think you guys said it last week. A great show, by the way, but you said it. Mm-hmm. It was like, it was literally like they were drafting for us.
1: yeah it was weird it was so strange it was
2: weird and it never happens right so we won't go we won't repeat if you want to hear the the thoughts i I echo everything that was said on last Mm. week's show it was fantastic i loved it
1: uh yeah i mean just our dudes one after another keanu benton then it was uh who was after that it was oh well it was Port. it was Port benton then it was washington uh, washington at which point, because it's crazy, because it was just one after the other, because I was sat there, I was like, what, take, what, take uh, Benton, take Benton, they took Benton. Then I'm there, I'm like, take Washington, take Washington, take Washington. And then, as you know, I'm screeching about Nick Herbig. I didn't know they'd, they'd actually do that one. And then when they did that, I was like, okay. They, <laughs> this,
2: this, that, that, that's the most questionable one for me. I'm not, I, I know you yeah, love Herbig, yeah. but it's yeah. just how the heck are they going to use him? Yeah. I think it's what was the guy that was the, drafted as an Ed, Sutton, someone Sutton? Mm. Sutton Smith. Smith. Mm. It reminds me of that, like drafting a guy that's just a massive tweener and is probably not going to work out, unfortunately.
1: Such negativity about, about Nick Herbig. I got some belief in this kid.
2: Well, I hope so. I hope you're right. I mean, we, we, we talked about it. I mean, listen back to our YouTube episode where we discussed that for ages about what the actual fit is. But mm, I, can't, I don't know. It's such a projection to move him inside. They want to play him outside. Can you do that with that length? I don't know. Mm. But a good special teamer. He's going to be. He's going to be well, a special it. team yeah. baller. So who okay. cares? Yeah,
1: special team baller, fourth round pick with what I personally think is great pass rushing upside and the potential and I think skill set to move inside. I, 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 fine for me. I mean, maybe you're not going to get the next Pro Bowler for sure, but fourth mm. round pick. You know, I, I'm, I'm into it.
3: The oh, only going to say is we did about ten picks after that. There was two or three lads I was a massive fan of, and I was looking mm. at their well, name on the list, going.
2: Here we go. Can I've got up. I've got this list, Mike. So we can do it. Um, alternate drafts. Let's do this. Hang on. Right, let me okay. just scroll let to right. Here we go. So uh, I think the first two picks. I, I I can't. I don't think there's any better picks available. Oh, mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll go straight to uh, pick forty nine, second round, the Benton pick. Mm-hmm. So here's who here's who is available and who, who we could have gone if we hadn't oh, have gone wow. Porter. I don't know where we would have gone. But let's say he didn't go Porter. Cam Smith and Tyreek Stevenson are available. Now, if they still wanted to go D-line, Gervin Dexter was available. (laughs) Kets, pick up, back up your your beer. Rishi Rice was there. Now, I'm a big Rishi Rice fan. I think he's going to be a number one receiver in the NFL for a long time. (laughs) Was he taken in the third round? What was he taken? Yeah, he was taken a bit later. But these these are all my guys that are here. Okay. John Michael Schmitz was there. Osiris Mm -hmm. Torrance had that fall. I mean, the Bills... Mm got that guy in the second round. He's going to be a lockdown guard. I mean, you know, they don't need the guy, but that was an upside pick. The, 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 the only tackle on the board at that point was Tyler Steen, who ended up going to the Eagles. So, you know, they, the Steelers had to get their, their tackle in the first two picks. Uh, Trenton Simpson was there that ended up going to the Ravens and shoonmaker was there that ended up going to Dallas. So any of those guys that you think, well, I could have taken those. Uh, for me, it was Rashi Rice. I, I, I wish they'd taken Rashi Rice there how, over Ben. How
1: can, how can you want us to take a receiver? I mean, all right, fine. You, you, want, you like Rashi Rice. That's You're a whole the conversation. Yeah. But how can you want us to take another receiver here? Let's be you, honest, can't have an, really you can't have enough you have receivers. Made. Right, but but over a guy, a, a rare guy like Keanu Benton, who fits exactly what the Steelers want to do, who's got the prerequisite size and arm length that you're always talking about, who offers a bit of upside and pass rush, the guy looks dominant, does exactly what we do schematically. I, I, I don't I don't know how you can argue for anyone other than Keanu Benton. I'm happy with the Benton pick. I know, I know. I'm, I'm happy saying, with I, it. I, 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 can't I can't picture taking Rasheed Rice over Keanu Benton. That's, that's but
2: My issues with Benton haven't changed, which is he gets moved by double teams. I'm not sure he has length or anchor. And he, he's a bit of a tight mover. So it looks like they're playing him at nose tackle. I'm not sure he's got the anchor to play nose tackle that we want, but maybe this is a slight change of system. He's a, he's a one gap plugger, more of a penetrator. He's got more, you know, more pass rush upside. I think you talked about that
0: mm-hmm.
2: last week. And a wrestler, guy, guy understands positioning and leverage. So there's, there's massive upside for him. But I do worry that we're going to see him getting moved backwards more than we want. Mm. So that's all. And I think, you know, you you throw in Rasheed Rice as that sort of genuine ex-receiver, allow Pickens to do some crazy stuff on the other side and have Deontay Johnson running around in the slot. To me, that is a devastating offense. That, that, you know, I don't know, it's different ways. Offense, defense, mm-hmm. I don't know, tricky.
1: Yeah, I, I, By the end of the process, I was viewing Benton as a borderline. One of those guys that might surprisingly sneak into the back end of the first round. I wasn't; I would not have been shocked at all. So when he was still there at 49, I was over the moon. Uh, the okay. only pick you mentioned there that I would have been okay with was obviously Trenton Simpson, who we were all big fans of. But mm-hmm. again, I mean, the thing with that, it, it, not over Benton, just just based on need and value. I absolutely love Trenton Simpson. If you told me that that was the pick pre-draft, without knowledge that Benton was there, I would have been over the moon with that. But You know, I just think I would have taken Benton there for sure.
2: Right. So, Benton for you. Mm -hmm. Mike?
3: Yeah, I I can't argue too much with Benton either. Okay. Yeah. Genuinely, I'm so happy with, with the picks we made. Yeah, yeah, me no, too. It, I mean, yeah, was, this, this it, is just
2: yeah. this is just hindsight. Looking back at you sure. know what was on the board and just evaluating what they did.
1: And I should say as well, John Michael Schmitz, I thought would have been an appropriate pick there as well. Um, he ended up going not to the third round to the, to the Giants, I think, which right. was yeah. shocking as well. But but yeah, I, again, that would not have upset me. But um, yeah, don't I, bet, I was you know I was scree with Mark. I was screeching for Benton before the pit was made. Yeah, so I yeah.
2: remember you both were. Yeah, you were <laughs> literally screeching. <laughs> okay, let's move to the third round when they take um, Dino Washington, pick ninety three. Mm-hmm. There's a big one here for me, but obviously they're not going to do it with Benton. So for me, you go Rushi Rice here or one of those linemen, you know, bolster up that line, maybe get Schmitz in the center there. Or is
1: Rushy Rice still available after the win? No,
2: no, no. I'm just saying, oh, so sorry, if, you, right. if you went Rice there, you come back at 93 and you get Siakhi oh, okay. right? Siak- yeah. right? To me, right. I would, Siaki is a run plugger. It doesn't give yes. you any pass rush upside, but if you're just wanting a two down nose tackle, Ica's the man. Mm-hmm. Broderick Martin was there. Who is the uh, the DN that ended up going to Detroit? Ricky Stromberg, the center, who ended up going to f- football team. And then DeWan Jones, who had a full I, I was really high on Dewan Jones, but had some issues late in the in the process. Mm. So any any of those guys or anyone else, I don't know if you've got the draft pulled up, anyone else you can I, spot.
3: I, I tell you one of my guys who I, I think I might have put him down actually, Gavin I think I might have texted you about him being being one of my sleepers was Michael Wilson out was Stanford. Right. Yeah. Who went to pick after, pick ninety four to the Cardinals, who did they, I, he was absolutely incredible, but played like nine games in three years mm. because he's injured every limb in his body. So massive red flags. Um, but Ade Adubarre went like 15 picks after as well to the Colts. I, I was shocked to see how late he went, but I've not heard any reason why. Um, Anthony Bradford, the guard from LSU. Chandler Zavala mm. from NC State, the other guard he got a bit of, bit of, bit of pop. So his, so um, his favourite cast, Rochelle uh, Johnson. 20, pick, 20 <laughs> picks later. Thank God. Nice uh, part, imagine nice
2: that. Part. We did have that for, for another three or four years. <laughs> yeah, I, I would have loved that. I would have loved that. I, could, I have would have printed it.
1: T-shirts. It would have been great. Um, um, I mean, John Battle, before, did you mention yeah. him? Oh, sorry. I didn't, no, back, but back you can. Yeah. Just as a, you yeah. know, do you want to fit that safety spot?
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
2: well, let's move on to that because round four, Herbig. This is, this is where my issue starts. Because coming <laughs> in, what is this? What is this? All right, so they've got to draft a guy from Maryland apparently, mm. and they have to draft someone's brother. Is that the deal? Like, is there, is there like some kind of blood what oath what there that they have to do that? We
3: block this sooner.
2: because Antonio Johnson was at the board on the board in round four. I'm he sorry, was on the
1: board in round seven, wasn't he? Or am I making that up? No, it's a different you're... guy. I'm thinking no,
2: of no. A... No, that's Anthony there's Johnson. Two,
1: there's two of them, yeah, it's confusing. Well, he
2: went to Jacksonville not long after, and to me, that. Yes, edge is a, is a need, but so is strong safety. And Antonio Johnson just had so much upside, and I'm annoyed about that. Chris, Chris Smith was also there, the, the sort of free safety. Uh, but Antonio Johnson was, was a matching of need and, and upside. Uh, Parker, Parker Washington was there. Jalen Duncan, a tackle, and Booty, and, and Luke Whipler. To me, any of those players I'd have taken above Herbic, but I know that's sacrilege for you, sir.
1: <laughs> it, is. it is not 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 too many picks after the houston took henry toho toho how would you like that go
2: uh i was thinking that was possibly the worst draft pick <laughs> of the draft like the, the worst player we'll get on to that one I, i've made yeah. a list of worst drafts and they, oh, nice. they feature just because they took Toto. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: um yeah again parker washington was taken as well by the jags a little bit later yeah. in, in the round after I, again i'm not Again, I mean, I, as you know, that would have been the pick I would have made. Um, so, again, you were yeah, screeching
2: okay. about it for about. I was an hour. screeching
1: about it. I, dude, I'm looking at this list now, just scrolling through the guys. There's nobody. Chase Brown, obviously, I would have loved, but not over Nick Herbig, and we don't need the running back. Um, I'm not. I'm really. Nobody is jumping out to me here that would have taken up Nick oh, Herbig.
3: Two picks later, my guy Jay Ward.
1: Mm. Yeah. Would
3: have would have liked that. Um, but again, and, we addressed corner
1: so early. Uh,
3: yeah, but, but Jay, Jay Ward's more of that safety in the box. Right, okay. You know, I would literally that. Jackie Roy, the DT from LSU as well. But again, we took Ken and Ben, so there's no need there. Yeah. Antonio Maffey was my sleeper, the guard from UCLA. Didn't hear his name mentioned, but pick 144. Mm. It was a great pickup. Um, three picks later, Sean Clifford from Penn State. Jesus Christ. Oh, wow. What's going on there? <laughs> I know. <laughs> <Absolutely> <laughs> Honestly. Uh, Caillou Blue Kelly as well, a few picks later to the Ravens. <laughs> Good luck with that. Um, <laughs> the one
2: caveat with this, Herbig. The next three outside linebackers taken. Yaseer Abdullah, fifth round, first pick to the Jags. Titus Leo, the Colts, sixth round, second pick in the sixth round. And then Jalen Graham at the bottom end of the seventh round, 49 So if they genuinely thought that Herbig was, can play edge rusher, he is like the last guy. Because I don't know, any of those guys float your boat, Mike? No. Titus Leo, is he giving you much production off the edge there?
3: Couldn't tell you. Not on the list. No, no.
1: He he was far and away the highest player on
2: DJ's board at that point as well. So yeah, <clears throat> you know for what that's worth. Um, so, so then do we just get, get on to the last two. Corey Trice, nobody like there's, there's, that is the best pick of the draft. Such value, like what what upside the guy could have gone third fourth round. He would fell for medical reasons or whatever. But well, that, that, that's that's a shot.
1: Interestingly, what do you think? Because this is the guy I was thinking you were talking about, Anthony Johnson to to the Packers, the pick after
2: that. Um. No, I was that, talking about Antonio Johnson.
1: No, I know, but I'm saying Anthony Johnson right. goes the pick after Corey mm. Trice. Uh, that was the pick that some people were saying. It was really a choice between those two people were saying so. Yeah, give me Trice, okay. absolutely
2: <laughs> yeah. Trice. Trice is an absolute baller. I was. Mm. That's so that's, pleased. That's
3: when you take a flyer. Pick two for right. one. Right, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah, and then and then Spencer crazy.
2: Anderson. The only the only guys I have taken at that point are Alex Forsyth, Forsyth, the center. Yeah. But it seems like Spencer Anderson can play some center as well. So they've obviously seen, and okay. you know they've got they've got to pay their Maryland dues. And then Sean Tucker, the running back, I'd have taken a fly on him there because I thought he was he was a good sort of early downs dude. You could get Benny Snell off the roster and have another Benny Snell. But there's injury concerns there, so maybe it was that. But um, just going back to Spencer Anderson, where is he? Just uh, snap counts, just for anyone that's wondering what the hell this guy is. Pretty athletic swing dude. Uh, probably more suited interior than tackle. Um, and he's actually listed as backup center on the R-Lads, but we've just talked about that. It's not official. But yeah, he's backup center at the moment. So in 2020, he, he, he played all of his snaps at right tackle. In 2021, he played all of his snaps at center. And then in 2022, he played like 700, something nearly 800 snaps at right guard, as well some as left guard and some at right tackle. So this this dude is like all over the map. So that that's actually a pretty good, considering the depth on this O-line, I think Spencer Anderson was a pretty good draft pick, if, if he can play all those mm. positions to a sort of decent level. Just
3: looking at Omar Khan's first draft in charge and looking at the whole process from a macro side of things, it's so nice not having to have the conversation of, well, the Steelers draft where the Steelers draft, and, and there's very little moving. You know, the chucking a fourth away to, to move up ahead of the Jets was brilliant. Like, was, mm-hmm. we've never been that creative. You know, well, I know we've Devin Bush in the past, that's fine. And um, uh, the only other player we've tra- traded for in the first was Troy, right? You know, just doing something like that, it's only a fourth rounder. But to then get back another pick later, trading with Carolina to go from eighty down to ninety three and then getting one thirty two often there as well. Just manoeuvring the board like that, that's that was great to see because that's what all the team that's what all the successful teams you find do, is that they, they work the board to suit themselves. And we've always been just a little bit bit too old school I find with it. So it was, it was nice to actually see us working the yeah. board and taking advantage of making trades. And obviously it's, that ties in with the Claypool second round pick and stuff like that too.
0: I mean,
1: yeah, that's yeah. the real genius forgotten move, right? I mean, mm. to, get, to get ultimately Joey Porter, you know, we'll see how it works out, but just from the perspective of how we viewed this draft, to get Joey Porter for Claypool at this stage, late stage in the game.
2: Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, it was just absolute genius masterstroke. The, the jump up to get the tackle and then, who was it? Took Forbes, your guy? I mean, uh, Washington, yeah. Washington took Forbes. I mean, that, I know you thought, you know, I, I, I don't see that with him. So for, for them to take Forbes and for that to push took Porter him, down. Took him over Gonzalez, which right. was maybe the most shocking thing about the draft to me. Bonkers. But, you know, it, play, it, it played into his hands. We knew the tackles dropped off. I, I thought the corners dropped off after Porter, and they got both of them. They got the fourth yeah. tackle and the fourth corner for me, and uh, just amazing. I mean, a little bit fortunate. What would they have mm-hmm. done if Porter had gone? Had they gone can Smith? Had they gone somewhere else? I don't know. But I mean, just amazingly lucky and great, great start. Yeah. For Omar Khan. I'm not going to call him Colbert's account anymore. I've, 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 I, I, I see <laughs> him. Like, that name. Yeah. That, that name is to bed because I can see that this dude is making moves. So He's uh, the Khan artist now. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah. I, I feel like he's been constrained thinking, why don't you do that? Why don't you do this? And he's not been allowed. <laughs> Quiet down, Omar. Well, now's your time, son. Good for him, man, and, and I like that he's
1: sort of generated a little. This draft has given him a bit of a profile now. You know, I think don't think most of the NFL community knew who Omar Khan was before this draft, and now seems a lot of them do. And uh, hey, I've been I was watching you know all of the press conferences with him and Tomlin. They seem to have a fun relationship that I enjoy, yeah. a nice back and forth. Such different sort of personalities on the mic. It's funny because like the last Omar Khan a question, and he'll sort of try and give the serious answer, and then Tomlin jumps in with a joke. They're a fun duo.
2: Things of like that nature. Um,
1: yeah, I think. <laughs> So, those two are fun to watch. I'd watch like a little sit-down comedy with those two. Yeah,
2: um,
1: yeah this is a fun team going forward, but, and it is a very different team. You know, they've been talking a lot about this lately, but this team has had a lot of churn over the last, you know, since the end of last season. We're going to see a very different team come out on the field.
2: I'm so excited for Washington, man. That that dude yeah. is just, every time he comes on the field, it's just going to be like, oh, what's going to happen? Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, he's... Can, can he develop some kind of like passing game rapport so he can actually stay on the field and you know, run two two tight end sets? And what's that guy going to do when he catches the ball and he's rumbling downfield? I mean, forget Vance tracking downfield and stiff-arming people. This dude's going to be like, it's going to be like Jerome Bettis coming out of the tight end room. <laughs> yeah.
3: It's awesome. When uh, <laughs> when we made the pick, uh, my friend James, who I was watching it with, was on Twitter and saw the pick before and he decided to, uh, to record my reaction. And I will admit, I may have had a few... Zach Charbonnets at this point or I, I don't know how many honestly we had buckets of beer cleared because I've said to you boys before I had six friends over from Ireland at the time so the bottle bin was well used that weekend and um, I could, all I can say was my reaction was quite similar to Russell Wilson's ex-girlfriend when she got drafted
1: <laughs> when, she, when she got drafted
3: oh, did I say when she got drafted <laughs> she wishes um yeah i i was i was shocked we went there oh yeah i am excited to see how they utilize them like I, I know everyone sort of post-draft you get the bit bit of a buzz, but I, I it's a long time since we've had a draft like this where i've been genuinely excited to see how we kick on
2: oh that's amazing it's, uh, oh, yeah, it's i can't wait for the off soon. Yeah, yeah yeah right i've got a few things here where do you want to go i don't know we well, got you, you um you want to jump to, yeah go on what we got best and worst drafts or talking about some interesting orders that I've found. So what, what interesting do you really orders? hmm Do you want to do that? Yeah, okay. Let's do that. So uh we spent a lot of the pre-draft <coughs> process talking about corners and O-line, right? So it's just quite interesting to look back to where they went. So corners, round one corners, uh pick five with a spoon, pick sixteen Forbes, that's the outlier. Pick seventeen. Very next pick, Gonzalez. Bill Belichick rubbing his hands. Can't believe that Washington have screwed up again. Yeah. Boss. Pick t- pick twenty four to uh, the giant Banks. So I think you said it when we were watching. Banks does go ahead of Porter, which is the ranking I had. No one else. No one else believed in me apart from the NFL. Uh, <laughs> and then and then the first round tackles. Uh Paris Johnson goes to Arizona at six. Darnell Wright goes to the Bears at ten. That's a bit of a shocker. No one had that, right? No
1: surprise. Um, yeah. I thought he was going to be the pick by the
2: end, yeah. Yeah. Skoronsky goes to Tennessee at eleven. People had him as uh, in the early process, he was the top pick. Uh obviously at fourteen, Pittsburgh move up to take Broderick Jones, and then the Jags take Anton Harrison at pick twenty seven. So it's not exactly chalk, is it? I mean that's
3: Yeah, no, you know, no all yeah. I'm just trying uh, to find, trying to find my big board because I actually managed to do it the evening of the draft. What what I will say is I did manage to put a couple of quick bets on before of Cardinals to pick a tackle and Paris Johnson to be the first tackle off the board. Nice. So I managed managed to nab a little few. Here we ah, here we go. I mean, I had Paris Johnson seventh on my big board. There you go. I I thought he right? I thought he was tackle won by a mile
2: yeah I, I wasn't so high on him. I, I, I didn't think that the top tackle in this class was as, was as clear cut as that and Skoronsky could be a guard. I don't know I, I thought I thought it was like a unclear top but a very clear ending at four where it dropped off. So let's let's say this right So obviously the Steelers start round two with Porter, but let's say they uh, went with Gonzalez right with their mm-hmm. first round pick. Would if they'd gone Gonzales and traded up to twenty seven with the Jags from thirty two and got Harrison? Would you would you prefer that or no. or Jones and Porter?
3: See, I was actually quite a big fan of Harrison. I mean, I think I had him about twenty or twenty first on the big board in, in total.
1: Where'd you have Roger?
3: But uh, just above him, about eighteen. Okay. Okay. Um, but. After hearing apparently that Gonzalez didn't uh, adhere himself well in the, in in some of the interviews, that's mm. why he fell. I'm quite happy with what we've done.
2: You see that 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 character thing. I don't know. Is that is that because Tomlin wants dogs out there, yeah. and he, he's not a dog. Like he's a, he's a like we we talked about it right he's a samba dance he's a salsa man
1: Yeah, take he his. wanted witherspoon he wanted he, well no not literally but you know in terms of the vibe of corner he wanted he wanted the witherspoon of, of the draft not the gonzalez yeah, but side. is
2: that why the steelers can't seem to draft good corners because they're looking for attitude over ability like they always what, to what end up did with, Burns have? I, I, I think well forget just, him like, he's he an outlier like that was just a reach the bad pick but generally, their draft process has been guys that can defend a run and blitz and these kind of like hard nosed corners, right? But not not these kind of like technician types that you can you can. I mean, Pat P is is one. So you know, we, we're going to be. Uh, I've said it before. We're going to be absolutely graced watching his sort of moonlight, you know, the end of his career. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I think I'd stick with. I'd think I'd stick despite loving Gonzalez. I think I'd stick with what. What they got. So let's move to round two. So the Steelers start off with uh, pick 32, Porter. Uh, pick 45, Detroit take Prince. Pick 51. He was he seemed like a bit of a late riser, didn't he? In the press, He process. was, yeah, yeah. Uh, pick, speed. Yeah, pick 51, Cam Smith to Miami. That's a great pick. Uh, pick 56, Tyreek Stevenson. Pick 60 goes to uh, Cincinnati with DJ Turner. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: round
2: three. Pick 72, Arizona take Garrett Williams. And pick 11... Sorry, uh, the 11th corner taken. Pick 83, Riley Moss. Sorry, that's why I went along <laughs> there. I just wanted to get that in. Because uh, I don't think anyone was expecting Riley Moss to go that high. Were they? I mean... I
1: don't know. I don't know what he's thinking. I thought he was consensus like fourth round. So maybe I'm a
2: sure. little bit high. So let's move back back to the O-line. So uh, in round two, Rams go Steve Avila. Oh, uh, the guard, pick thirty-six. Matthew Bergeron was was drafted as a guard. We had him as a tackle when we talked about him. I think. Mm-hmm. Pick thirty eight to the Falcons. Joe Tippmann, the center, goes pick forty three to the Jets. Then Cody Mark goes to to the Bucks at pick forty eight. Now that that's a that's so close to the Steelers one, the Benton pick. That's the, the pick before. I think Mark said it last week that I'd I'd have been very happy with that. I think Mark, Mark could have brought brought something to the offense. Then, then Schmitz goes. He's the tenth. Uh, O-lineman taken to the Giants. Torrance is the 11th O-lineman taken. Mike, did you see that coming?
3: No, I was shocked at both those picks. I, I had Torrance, actually, I can tell you now. Osiris oh, so Cyrus, Torrance, 23rd. John Michael Schmitz, 34th.
2: That mm. that list seems backwards to me, yeah. right? Because we pre-draft, we had Osiris, Torrance, 1. Schmitz, 2. Mark, 2nd. Titman third, Bergeron fourth, and Avila fifth, and that's the opposite the NFL saw it. So I, I, I don't understand that.
1: Well, I, I, had Avila, I had Avila behind Torrance. Well, in fact, I liked Avila more than Torrance, but I, I thought really? that Torrance was going to go ahead. Yeah, I loved Avila. Avila was my favorite card. I think after the you know after the obvious in the first round. So. I get that, but but I yeah. I don't, what was the fall for Osiris Torrance for? I mean, I don't know. Do we know? Is it is it, is it, is it oh God, one yeah. of these situations where people get? Is it similar to um, the, the tackle situation where we see a big guy fall because maybe we overrate size in the NFL? Wants mm. maybe more athletic dudes with a little bit more movement skills. Yeah, I don't
2: know. You see, you said last week, Sir, that this this draft has taught you to not mm. to discount the kind of chalky rankings. rankings. Yeah. yeah. I've been doing that for a little while because I think I think you've got I think the consensus changes. Sometimes it changes and changes back. Like I was big on CJ yeah. Stroud from the beginning. The NFL seemed to agree with me for a little month there, but then it went back the other way. So I, I don't know, man. I just think you've got to go with your gut. I yeah, think I think, yeah. I think we it, we pay less attention to the consensus board. I think
1: that, what it, what it is is we spend so long in draft mode, right? That we get so acquainted with these names and we hear so many sort of continuous takes on the same names and the same names get brought up. That It almost seems ludicrous sometimes when a guy like, you know, Emmanuel Forbes, who you, you've been hearing one thing about the whole time, goes ahead of a guy like Gonzalez that you've been hearing is definitely going to be a top seven pick, blah, blah, blah. So it, it, when these things happen, it just reminds you that like, wow, like no one really knows what we're talking about. Like these teams, all of their own opinions, of these guys, they all get to see them in a way that we don't. And it totally affects how the draft goes in a way that we maybe can't predict. But it, what that means is that when, we should, when we're doing the draft content, like you say, we should be more open minded to saying, hey. You know, and I was kind of proud that in some ways I did this. You know, like I I was so high on Forbes that I had him as quarterback three. And right. again, this this doesn't mean anything in terms of how these guys perform in the NFL. I mean, Forbes could be a total bust, and Gonzalez could be an all pro. But just in terms of how the NFL saw it, you know, I was glad that you know at least in that ranking I had that. And you know, I, 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 it's just it's just something I want to keep in mind next year for sure. Is is be a little bit more open to straying from the consensus. Stick by your guys a little bit more. Because a lot of the guys I was really high on ended up being the guys that went before the guys that were consensus, and I thought, damn, you know, maybe I should have been uh, even NFL more scout. Bang- Yeah, well, maybe not, but but maybe I should have been even more table bangy for these guys because mm. it seems like the NFL agreed. So, yeah,
2: a yeah. uh, couple more positions. I, I won't go into the same uh, detail. I just went into them because that was the ones we spent ages talking about. Wide receivers. I just I just go through the the order they were drafted in and shout out if you hear anything weird. So Jackson Smith in Jigba, Quinton Johnson. There was, you know, some argument about who is the best out of these top four. Then Zay Flowers, then Jordan Ellison. Do you think that's fair? Yeah. I mean, I mean, they all go within four picks. Yeah, 20, 2023
3: Yeah, um, so I think
2: it might be a need thing, you know. A flavor than, thing as well. With yeah, the last yeah. yeah, that's what I, mean, I, I, yeah.
3: Think, I think JSN was voted well, everyone by, by a mile.
2: I mean, you see, I think I think Quinton Johnston is. Personally, I still think you just that.
1: love them big guys, though. I do, so, I do.
2: I know, I do. I do. <laughs>
1: um, uh, which is, can we, can we talk about that for a second? Just because I know, you know, you've made this point with Rishi Rice and now with Quentin Johnson as your number one receiver. Yeah. I, it, it feels to me that now the, the eras of the Julio Joneses have sort of passed and met the Megatrons that. Man, nah, are just waiting of, to come back. They're just right, waiting so, for the good
2: ones. That's what right, it is. Right,
1: okay. Because it feels to me like that, it feels the, the
2: best the best receivers now are your Cooper Cups, your... your the um, chain movers, right? Yeah. The, the right? problem with those, those big dudes is they can't separate, right? None yeah. of them can separate. So it becomes about catch point dominator, yeah? So it's it's that that like more than half of them fail. But when you hit on one of those big guys that can dominate the catch yeah. point without separating, you've got a real... You know, Martavis Bryant was a big guy with speed mm-hmm. that could separate and could catch and then he just blew it. But, you know, Megatron was just uncoverable, unstoppable. So if you get one of these guys, like let's say Quentin Johnston works out how to dominate through the catch point, he could be, you know, we could all be taking him number one in our fantasy leagues every year. But who, who are the best
1: receivers in the NFL right now? Justin Jefferson, Cooper Cup, maybe. Um hmm. I'm trying to think, like, who else would you put in there? You could maybe, like, argue a guy like DK Metcalf, maybe. Morfitt no, I wouldn't rooms. argue that. Big slam.
2: Diggs, no, I'm saying yeah. like
1: he was more of a guy like that, but he can separate. I mean, he's got speed. Tyree Kill, mm-hmm. Diggs, AJ Not Brown. AJ, the, AJ
2: Brown's a downfield. AJ buddy. Brown
1: is the guy. Yeah, AJ Brown's yeah. the guy. Devontae Adams.
2: Yeah, the, Devontae Adams. Those those guys are the kind of they've the taken over from Megatron and Julio Jones, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: And George Pickens has got potential. I mean, sure. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> um, but I just think for me now, I, I'm I'm airing towards like you say, mate. The guys like J, JSN who can can you know separate and have that smooth movement ability And me again we, we spoke a lot about it he doesn't have that crazy athletic profile but no but again just strikes me like the alave type which i really like
2: we, yeah you, you need one of those i think every team's got to have one of those guys like a you know shifty slot receiver or you know root runner but then you look at and i'm a big christian watson guy look at what that guy can do or divo samuel you know these 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 big powerful dudes that can do stuff with the ball in their hand as well
1: now, the risky pick out of those four, you said to me there, is Zay Flowers, who – and I absolutely love the movement ability. I think he's electric. But, again, these are guys who you see fail more often than succeed, right? That that mold of receiver. Do you I think so? Like. The, up, the, I mean, the upside
2: is like AB, right? And I'm sure. you yeah
1: Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, especially on that Ravens offense. I mean, maybe it'll work, really, into what they want to do. But, yeah, I, I could see that going either way. Um, I like the Addison pick to the Vikings. I think him playing on the yeah. opposite side of Justin Jefferson is going to open him up a lot, and that
2: that's mm. going to be fun. So, so anyway, th- those guys were kind of chalky. So then we go to round two, and here's here's where it gets interesting. Next next four guys: uh, Mingo, who's who's mm. another one of these big dudes. Uh, Jaden Reed, the opposite small, speedy guy. Right, Rasheed Rice, big guy. Marvin Mims, little shifty guy, speedster.
1: Yeah, that was a, that's an interesting selection in the second round, isn't it? I mean, again, not mix. chalk at all. Yeah, not what we expected, especially the first two guys, the way they went. I thought Cedric Tillman was going to be that next well, big that's guy. Well,
2: they're the fallers, right? Jalen Hyatt yeah. and, and yeah. Cedric Tillman get taken back to back. The former teammates go to Giants and, and the Browns. And those two, well, Hyatt was getting real first round buzz ahead of Flowers early mm-hmm. in the process, and he falls down into the third round. And Josh yeah. Downs as well falls down into the third round. There you go, didn't he? Yeah, a lot of people saying he was maybe the fifth guy. So Mingo was a late riser, but Jaden Reed hmm. I had not heard, I'd not, not seen the of tape, not, not heard right. his name, nothing. Yeah, don't know where that came from at all. I mean, Mike, you were you saying that you like him?
1: Someone was saying that uh, at the time of the draft. Is. I can't remember who it was now.
2: Maybe it was Mark. It was like real weed smokers on on Twitter. They're the only people that were talking about Jaden Reed. You know, like the kind of dudes that have got a metric system, like, oh, yeah, this is my system for like working out (laughs) targets over time spent on certain parts of the field, that kind of thing where you've got no idea what they're talking about. Those guys (laughs) love Jaden Reed, right? Uh, But anyone else was like, Nah, Um, that's it. Brian Brian Gudekunst was just sat there with the the Elon Musk type uh, Joe Rogan Blood yeah. in his mouth. there's a yeah. load of nerds on lap- <laughs> laptops behind him going, pick this guy, pick this guy. All uh, right, so that's the wide receiver. QBs, right, obviously the top three. And then D- Levis, second round. Hooker, third round. That's all fairly chalky. Uh, round four, well, Jake... I, I was going to
1: say, I thought we- there was a lot of talk that both of those guys were going to end up in the first round. Oh, oh yeah, okay, fair enough. Guys.
2: Yeah, in terms of where they were taken. but right, in the, the order. Though, the order, yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. order. Seems right. Uh, Jake Hayner was the next QB. I mean, good... good uh, I mean, I yeah. like that, but he was my sleeper and Jaron Hall was my red, red star, so that's all backwards. <laughs> um, Stetson Bennett is the, the, what's that? Three, four, five, six, seventh QB taken. Is that a surprise?
1: Well, he ended up being kind of a riser, which was interesting, because obviously he had that that disorderly situation <laughs> early in the process, but it did feel like he was rising towards the end of the process, and, and it seems like the Rams were all in on him from the start, so no surprise. Yeah.
2: I mean, there's been other winning QBs, right, college winners yeah. that have failed in the NFL, so I don't know why they think that's going to be different. The dude's too small, isn't he?
3: And about 30 years
2: old. Yeah. <laughs> but he's a gamer. You know, he is a gamer.
1: Seemed like the QBs suddenly, like everyone panicked and Lo was like, ah, quick, where's Brock Purdy? Fuck, quick. Yeah. <laughs> so they all went in the fifth round. It was weird.
2: Yeah, Aidan O'Connell, Clayton Toon, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Sean Clifford, and Jaron Hall all go in the fifth round.
1: And then so, Max Duggan goes not long after, I think.
2: He goes in the seventh. Tanner McKee goes oh. in the sixth, and then Max Duggan.
1: Okay. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, just a <laughs> lot of guys. I mean, it yeah, was really yeah. like any draftable QB, it's like go out and pick them up and see what we've got. I really think that is the Brock Purdy effect. I really do. I think that's that's team saying, "Let's, we've seen the value here, let's go." Nice I think
2: Jaron Hall's got the upside for Brock Purdy. Anyway, sorry, Mike, what are
3: you saying? Nice little nugget. The Max Duggan went to the Chargers, as did two, his two wide receivers from TCU. Mm,
2: mm.
3: <laughs> nice <laughs> little scout team. Oh, yeah, Maryland who, problem.
1: Who was that second TCU receiver? I wasn't familiar with him. Yeah. Uh, after oh, Quentin Johnson is, the, te- the teammate yeah I wasn't I didn't, yeah, I didn't, yeah, I didn't, I didn't pay
2: attention him. to him yeah I didn't watch him
1: hmm interesting speed 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 okay yeah.
2: fair enough uh, so that's all I got really that was my uh, little draft thoughts alright alright you, you, have you got the reds do you want to do, go through the reds oh no we got uh, sorry that's not actually I've got, I've got best okay. drafts and worst drafts do you want to do okay. that okay yeah yeah uh, I've got four best drafts see if you agree I, I, think, I think the Steelers win it I think I but that's uh, I'm biased so that's um I really like the Bills draft. Um, Give me the names. Kincaid, round one. Mm-hmm. Osiris Torres. A great move, yeah. Moving yeah. over
1: the Cowboys, that was yeah.
2: More, yeah. Uh Osiris Torres, round two. That's oh, that's two two first round picks right there, in my opinion. Uh Dorian Williams, my guy. And then uh they got uh, Nick Brocker in the in the seventh round, who's a sort of decent tackle. Um not heard of their fifth round pick, shorter. Do you know anything about him? The receiver. Just shorter. shorter,
3: yeah, ironically surname shorter, but he's about six four. Yeah. <laughs> um good under the high bar but lacks speed or uh, lacks uh, electricity.
2: Yeah. But those those first three picks I thought they were, they were mm. solid. I love Dorian Williams, man. I wish that wish this team had got him. Yeah. And, and that's a good team getting better as well. That so. is. Yeah. Kincaid is just, you know, mm. Dawson Knox is decent but a receiving tight end in that offense? Mm, I, I want to leave
1: uh, Can I just say uh, as we're talking about Kincaid, I want to live my truth and we we've kind of aired towards this but you know, we're talking about getting outside of the chalk. And seeing how things went in the draft, I want to leave my truth. Sam Laporte is going to be the best tight end in this draft. Okay, I we'll should see. have said it when we did the draft. I should, yeah. have, I, you know, I kind of backed off. Let's mm. let's go. One right. of the London's
2: interesting point. interesting that the this tight end class coming in, and I know Dan Hanzoos has been saying it, but yeah, uh, tight ends traditionally don't come in and make a big splash, do they? So interesting mm. to see this this draft. Was this the draft to get one? The Steelers obviously thought so. Yeah. But um, some teams didn't, so it was interesting. And,
1: and that was shocking as well. Sorry to take you off your, but just go through about what we were just doing. Right. Michael Meyer falls to the third tight end drafted, right? After that was Michael shocking. White, yeah. After Kincaid, very surprising. And, and I was shocked that the, the Cowboys weren't interested in him. Um,
2: that he yeah, was, that, he brought that, up that, that was one, one of the most shocking moves of the whole thing, actually. Yeah. Uh, Mazzie Smith, I know you liked him, Mike, but I, I wasn't high on him or Shoemaker. I mean why 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 the hell didn't they take Mayer? I don't know uh, t- to me Mayer was the clear cut number one yes uh, yes kincaid and and uh sam Laporte are a great receiving options but but Mayer is such a all round tight end you're just gonna, gonna keep him on the field at all times, and that's an advantage right so I don't know about that one uh other drafts i like dolphins despite no first round pick to come out with cam Smith and devon a kane a chain sorry i mean that's. That, that's that you could argue both of those are first round picks, so they win. That's a good one. Eagles, obviously, I don't think
1: everyone. you can. I, I gotta be honest, I don't think you can argue Devin A. Chain's a first round pick. Maybe I'm gonna be no. slapped down no, for no, that. No, not,
2: so. not, not first round pick, but you know, I'm sorry, first round picking Cam Smith and the second round picking Devin A. Chain. You yeah, bump yeah. them both back. Um, I think, I think yeah, that's I think,
1: decent, and I think A. Chain's a very fun standing spot for him because you know, I'm skeptical of the super speed ever since the Dre Archer experience, skeptical of those guys, but um. You know, with that offense and the speed, they. My God, do you do you think
2: if they ran out a track team four by one hundred relay, they would actually <laughs> yeah, win the Olympics? Yeah, maybe they'd actually like beat me, the US like actual guys Dude. that are going out there winning medals. So like you've fucking. just
1: given me You've just given me the little idea light above my head for an off season episode where we like <laughs> where we, we create we like an Olympic team out of NFL players on different teams to see which team would win in an athletic... Oh, that, oh we're going no, we to... Keanu Benton in the wrestling. I was I was gonna say, say, he's, he's in big, the shot yeah, We've got we
3: to pick every sport, <laughs> Every, yeah, every discipline. Oh,
1: I love this. This is going to be no, a great yeah, show. I've so, big, no yeah, idea
3: yeah. Dairy, how
2: good anyone July. is at uh, poll voting. Uh, Eagle, <laughs> Eagles draft. I mean, uh, uh, you know, boring, switch it off. But what, what... I mean, Carter, Nolan Smith, Tyler Steen are at tackle... Uh Sydney Brown, Kelly Ring, I mean a great draft, great draft. Mauro Jomo yeah. in the seventh round. Was a, yeah, one of your guys, so. And then the yeah. other the other the other team I thought was pretty good was the Seahawks. That's what I was say. Yeah. 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 yeah Derek Hall, one of my guys, Charbonnet. I mean terrible landing for fantasy, but for for a real NFL team, having Charbonnet and um ah, remind me of his name, the other running back they got. Kenny McIntosh. Kenny yeah. no, Kenny-, yeah. it's not Kenny McIntosh. Yeah. You Seahawks. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Ken but drafted Walker, Ken Kenny Walker. McIntosh sorry, in this sorry. draft. Yeah, yeah. Well. Ken Ken Walker. Uh, so you know, annoying for fantasy owners of Ken Walker like me, but um, great draft. And yeah, then uh,
1: their draft was insane, dude.
2: Olesig and the, at the uh, in the fifth round, decent. I'm just looking
1: at the, looking at the full list here. I mean, just the first four picks, man. Devin Witherspoon, best corner in the draft, in my opinion. Jackson Smith and Jacob best wide receiver, in my opinion. Obviously, Gav, like you said, we like Derek Cole, and then Zach Charbonneau, I thought was a great running but
3: That's oh, awesome. But then, but the, so, so I keep on going. Anthony Bradford, started guard. Oh, as you said, Gav Oluwatimi. Oluwatimi. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, starting center. Yeah, you will be starting in a year. You've all of a sudden got five stars.
1: I, I love this little rebuild the Seahawks have gone on after the. the I'm not. Don't
2: get you started on the Seahawks.
1: Uh, no, I know. I'm getting hot under the collar about the Seahawks. I got to be honest. <laughs> I, I, it's, yeah, it's a good job they're in the NFC, man. Yeah, I
2: know. <laughs> I know, I'm like that
1: with a few future. I tell you what, it's like, funny. We, yeah, go ahead, sorry, go. I sorry, you go. I oh, was just going to say it's it, it's funny that, that the Seahawks we're playing them away this year, right? And I was like, oh man, I just I wish I could win the lottery because I, I really want to visit Seattle and I want to go to the I want to go to the Clink and I want to watch
2: the Steelers play the Seahawks, man. <laughs> it's not it. too far down to Humboldt County from there. The uh, weed growing, ca- anyway. Um, Ooh, okay. Uh, so it, that that's my top four, apart from the Steelers. Anyone else got any any other good drafts? Or have, 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 should I should I have warned you to prep
3: this? No, no, no. I can't tell you, I, I did like the Colts. Only God. because I'm I'm fascinated to see, right? So obviously Anthony Richardson, athlete, Julius mm. Brent's freaky athlete, Josh Downs, athlete, Adaboare, athlete, Darius Rush, athlete. I mm. just want to see how these guys develop, not to mention they are about six of the picks on top of that. Um but just watch just to see how they grow and whether they've got the ability to, to coach these guys up to be stars. I'm fascinated to see how that develops in, in, in an, what is fair to say is a boring division, you know, it, it, depending on very winnable. Yeah. 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 Easily. Um, yeah, I, I was fascinated by theirs as well. Uh, so you, you shoot while I quickly scare it for everyone else.
1: Um, I, I was, I just wanted to shout out the Browns. No, well, I was, was going to sc- get into those. Yeah. Right. So, well, in, ter- oh, the, in terms of the division, or are you saying that... Yeah, players? I was going to get
2: on to them in terms of talking about all the division rivals.
1: Okay. Oh, right, we'll hold on.
2: Uh, yeah, hold them. Hold them. But, um, and, and, unless you've got nothing else to say. Case, uh, who
1: else? Is that? Uh, can we talk about ones we didn't like?
2: Yeah, but well, that's what I was going to go next.
1: Okay.
3: Do we... I know this has been... I've probably run over multiple times by people, but do we want to talk about the Lions draft?
1: <laughs> yeah, actually, good shout, mate. Because I do want
3: to shout them just out. About how
2: I didn't hate is. their draft as much. No, as did I? Either. Yeah, I like
3: it. I, I I think it is. I unfortunately, I do agree with the consensus that if you did look at where these players are picked and just looked at the list of players they took, they take, you'd say, yeah, all right, then I can live with that. It's yeah. it's it's where you see them sat. I think it was like within an hour of their of their first five picks, someone had someone had put up a post on Twitter of like arrows saying, "Well, if you, if you took." jack campbell here mm-hmm. and brian branch here and gibbs here and the porter here then all of a sudden it's a great draft and yeah ultimately i suppose if you take a bunch of players and they're all working for you it becomes a borderline irrelevant then where they actually took them
2: totally yeah i mean i, th- I think it's ex- exciting for a team not to draft off consensus boring if everyone mm-hmm. drafts off the same hymn sheet and mm-hmm. I, I i like it like um there's been other teams in the past, like the Raiders, for instance. They just did their own thing, right? That Al Davis would just do what he wanted, didn't care. Yeah. Like would just take the whoever ran fast, draft that guy. We just want speed, and that, and that kind of threw like a hand grenade in everyone's mock drafts. And I quite like it that there's, they're doing it. I don't care. Absolutely, going after their guys and. Right. Especially the Gibbs pick, people
1: clowning on that at pick twelve and that guy was not lasting much longer. People were massively underrating where he was gonna
3: go. Oh yeah. yeah. Odds odds shifted very, very substantially in the like the last forty eight hours that he was going in the first. It was just a case yeah. of when, not if. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was a given.
2: Yeah, I don't hate it. I, I like I like it. I like a bit of difference. Viva la difference. That's <laughs> uh do you wanna to go to worst drafts? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, right, I think Bears has got to be out there. Do you or do you disagree? Would I think that's it. the worst draft, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. The, the, I mean, maybe that's just me, but I mean, they got Stevenson round two, Zach Pickens round See, three. I like
3: the Pickens pick. I like the Darnett Wright was my, was my guy. It's um, a bit of a
2: reach, it seems, at 10, rain. man. They could have traded back for that.
3: Yeah, well, I suppose they did trade. You know, they already traded back.
2: They could have traded back. Philly really from,
3: from nine to 10. It just depends on who was going to go up to, to 10. Um, Tyler Scott pick, I like in the fourth. Terrell Smith. The pick in the fifth, I did really like as a as a rotational cornerback piece, and the Zach Pickens pick in the third. I was a big fan of Pickens. Yeah, Mm. Gervin Dexter, yeah, question marks.
1: It's funny. Just on this, I'm just using this article just to browse through the different draft classes easily, and David got them ranked as the fifth um, best draft. Fifth worst or fifth best? No, fifth best. But well, well, I err I, I, on your side, Gav. I mean, I didn't love the picks. Didn't think they got a lot of value. Um, obviously, you know, and, what, whichever team drafted Gervin Dexter was going to probably be on my shit list. But <laughs> mm. um, It had, had know, to be not, them though, didn't it? It's like,
2: yeah. But obviously, they,
1: they also took Roshan Johnson. They so did. I don't he, he goes
2: into a room full of Herbert. You know, it's just, just
1: yeah, best. yeah. I must admit, I thought Khalil Herbert was going to be a big fantasy down this year. Now that raises questions there. But you wonder if Roshan Johnson has a chance to kind of, dominate that room to be honest we'll Maybe.
2: see uh, next one I thought was Cowboys talked about them already didn't mm-hmm. didn't like Mazzie Smith didn't like Shoemaker uh, an overall bit of a dull class I thought I mean Overshone is probably my favourite pick of theirs in the third round the linebacker but apart from that I just thought if, if that was the Steelers draft I'd be just snooze fest yeah it is it is a dry
1: draft I mean the most interesting pick is the scout's <laughs> son yeah you know, it's the only one really, like, with any juice yeah yeah, I'm with you. I mean, that is a dry list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do,
3: do we want to mention the fact that the Patriots drafted a kicker and a punter? <laughs>
0: yeah, I
1: don't mind Can me. they just do whatever they Can, want? Yeah, I
3: Considering, so every time, uh, my friend James and I always do bold predictions. And we always have some ones that we do every year. Like, I'll always bet um, players from the same college will go back to back. But I will say it will happen like four times or three times or something along those lines. Yeah. And I was so disappointed with the kickers and the punters this year, I said none would get drafted at all. <laughs> uh, but it's bold prediction. So, you know, you go go you go a bit wild. And uh, the fact that they took two. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, Come on, guys. Mm. Um I need to find yeah. who they took. Chad Ryland. Now, because I'm a lemon, I've got stats on Chad Ryland. extra points, 180 out of 185. 77.3% field goal conversion, long of 55, and a 72.9% field goal conversion over 40 yards. 27 Mm. out of 37. And that was the best. Those are the best numbers. Yeah. Yeah. Yikes.
1: The Patriots, let's just forget about the players they took and look at the fact that this is a team with no exciting weapons. Right, really. I mean, they are really lacking for anything of interest mm. on offense. That they they H-O might be, they might be one of the most boring offensive teams to look at right now, led by Mac Jones with just very little yeah. to throw to. Yeah, and Bill Belichick targets nobody really until the sixth round.
3: Gav, you've just mentioned a great point there. When the most exciting thing out of your draft class is the surname of your sixth-round wide receiver, because it's <laughs> cute. like that's that sort of tells you all you need to know about your draft this year. You know. I think
2: that guy is getting massively slept on. I think he could be... <laughs> yeah, I, that's I just in the hotel room. room. <laughs> uh, yeah, <right. laughs> Good one. Uh, I do think he could... There, There is a world where Keishon Booty is the best receiver in this draft class.
1: Oh, you're hanging on to just, you know, old... What, pedigree, 2021 yeah. season? He looked, I don't know, man. What I watched of him, just I was not impressed. Did Absolutely. you watch any 2021? No, but... Yeah. Well, there you go. In yeah, you know, who else,
2: sucked, you know who else didn't watch in 2020. the 2021 tape the teams because they don't care Well, there's a litany of problems right he looked like the, the dude checked out it's like he just was not interested in 2022 he was more interested in drag racing and hanging out with recruiters right so there's, there's issues there but if you go back to the 20, 2021 tape man that dude is dominant
3: and there's a
2: chance that Bill Belichick can rekindle that in a six round pick
3: give me that Great um great synergy cornerback they picked later, Amir Speed, who ran a four three, four forty. That's six, like that. six three and a half.
1: Is is wow. it possible that Belichick has given up and he's just throwing doubts? It's possible. It's it definitely
2: possible. Yeah. Or just trolling other scouts and GMs.
1: Because it feels like he's not making decisions that make any sense to me anymore. I don't know. Hmm. Far hmm. be it from me to question the greatest coach of all time. But no. come on. Uh th- three
2: more drafts dra- I hated. God. Jags, did you like their draft? Jags, <clears throat> Anton Harrison, first round. Did like him? Brenton Strange, the tight end. Now, what, what were your thoughts on Brenton Strange? I, I didn't actually watch any of Brenton Strange. Some people had him really high, right? Let me find him. Uh, Tank Bigsby, the running back. I think mm-hmm. he's a bust. And then, I think, um, I think so. I don't, I don't think he's got it, man. I, I think he's too small, and he's, he's just, it's not going to work. Uh, Ventrell Miller, the, the linebacker, but then, then they, they suddenly woke up and took Antonio Johnson in the fifth round and Parker Washington in the sixth round. So they got two of my favorite players in the whole draft, and I hate them even more for that. <laughs> <laughs> what I liked about their draft was with the final pick they took a guy who was listed as a
1: fullback slash edge slash defensive tackle.
2: Yeah, that's a guy that's not making your team. <laughs> <laughs> he might was already. To <laughs> <laughs>
3: who else got?
2: Uh, I got KC outside of C. Rice. Didn't think they got any oh, better.
3: No, FAU loved him in the first round. Do you, do you like him, Sam? Yeah, not yeah sure. I will. So? Uh, the tackle. No, was not a fan of him. Uh, Kyandre Coburn was my sleeper.
2: Mm. I knew I was going to get some pushback on this.
3: Mm. But, but but I do agree. Like when, I think Wanyemaris was way 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 too. Like I I might have him middle late day three. And they took him at ninety two.
2: It doesn't feel like they've got that many contributors. Rashi Rice, I think, falls into a, like a massive role immediately because they're receiving course pretty, pretty ropey. Outside of that, I'm not sure. Do you do you, what, what's his name as as I can't say it. I haven't got it in front of me. So Anaduke Azam, that guy. Yeah. Do you really think he's an impact? Is he is he going to come in and replace uh,
3: Chris Jones or Kenny Clark? I don't see I it. Don't see it. I don't see it. Mm. Well, Frank Clark. Frank Clark sorry
2: Kenny Clark who's that that's someone else
3: yeah, yeah. Um, he's more of an outside guy than than Chris Jones he would, than Chris he would, Jones he would, he would, yeah but cool. I mean I'm just
2: talking about in terms of bringing past rush pressure
3: that's what they need yeah, isn't they it they took gosh um, who did they take in their first last year right, I need oh. to find that
2: uh, they took Clyde Edwards Hilaire two years ago yeah last no, year they, No, they
3: took uh, Ed Rusher from
1: oh, oh yeah yeah yeah, I liked him. Not oh, much. uh Astis, Carl, Leftis. Leftis. Yeah. Carl yeah, he was yeah. good. Yeah, so he's n- good.
3: now yeah. you've got two beefy outside edge rushers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I quite like. I like that pick with that I,
1: I, just worry are they getting a little bit cute the Chiefs oh, in I think terms they are. of in terms of like they 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 are so confident in Patrick Mahomes that they're giving him very little to work with. Now I know you're talking about Rasheed Rice being, a t- but that's a third round pick. Um, they're obviously relying heavily on the tight end position, but you know, if God forbid anything go- goes on there with Kelsey, I mean, there's not a lot behind him. And they're running so much of their offense through him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they're, they're going to be starting an undrafted rookie, an undrafted uh, second-year player. I, I, you know,
2: I, I honestly Deco. think look out for Rishi Rice, man. I think he's going yeah. to become the target hog in this offense mm-hmm. because that, that is his role. He's like dominant, you know, I number one receiver. It.
1: I, when yeah. he got drafted, I, you know, I did roll my eyes. I was like, oh, "Here we go," because this is the one place you didn't want him to go. If you were, you know, trying to push that anti Rashid Rice narrative, like me. Yeah, so. but then you ended up drafting him
2: in fantasy. So
1: well, I drafted it. Well, I mean, it was value there, third round. You know, the targets yeah. he's likely to get. Mm-hmm. You know,
2: uh, and then and then the, the last draft I thought was bad was the Jets. Back down to earth after last year. Not that it was particularly bad, but last year was so good this one was a bit dull, I thought. Will McDonald, little bit of a panic pick. Tipman, Carter Warren, eh, it's not it's not yeah. it's not the same impact they had last year. So it's not that it was a bad no. draft, just I mean mm. they are ranked
1: last on this list that I'm looking at. Well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, haven't having um, three yeah. first
3: rounders last year helped.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I liked big fan of Will McDonald, but I do think it was a bit of a reach. Um I know uh, Rich was a big fan of that Israel Abicander out of pit the running back he yeah. took, but yeah, I'm with you. I mean, just not. Uh, this is the Aaron Rodgers effect, you know. Aaron Rodgers comes in the
3: building, and you've immediately lost all of your self respect. Yeah. Well, seventh <laughs> round pick Zach Hunt out of Old Dominion. He was uh, one of the best. Is that who? A Zach Hunt. Uh, <laughs> He had easily was it him that had the great like the greatest combine stats for a guy of his size, yeah, ever.
2: Didn't we, have, didn't we have one of these guys every year, like a seventh-round former quarterback that's that's been running, you know, some kind of wishbone offense for Army or something and gets drafted as a tight end because he's an absolute freak athlete and then you never hear him again? Doesn't that happen every year? Isn't that this guy? No. All right. Fine.
1: <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty me,
2: sure I've seen it before.
1: <laughs> let me give you a team that I didn't like, um, and it's more to do with them not addressing what they glaringly needed, really, is the Titans. Um you know, obviously he gets. But let me, let me. I tell you what. Let me remove the names from from this and tell you who the who they took with the meaningful picks. They took uh, a tackle with incredibly short arms. They took a QB no one wanted, and then they <laughs> took a running back with no ACL. <laughs> Not great. <laughs> now, obviously Skaronski, I think you know, is going to be a great guard if if he if he doesn't end up playing tackle. You know, we'll see with Will Levis and then and then Ty J Spears. I like Ty J Spears, but that worries me with the medical. So mm. taking him that high was yeah, a bit of a surprise. They've,
3: they've a lot of knees and. I mean, they, Didn't
1: they, take they, a receiver until the very end. What are you doing? You have no one.
3: Oh, who is
2: the receiver they took? Who? Colton, Colton Dowell. <laughs> <of> UT Martin.
1: <laughs> what are they? What are they doing over there? I, I, I tr- that is the team for me. Where, Not
2: throwing the ball. Uh,
1: they just don't. They don't seem to have a, a clear identity or plan, as far as I'm concerned. And and you know. I, Uh, what was the the coach his name I'm forgetting thank you Mike Variable. I kept trying to say Sean McDermott that's the Bills Um, yeah it feels to me like Mike Variable must be tearing his non-existent hair out right now because uh, (laughs) after trading AJ Brown away and then he's still having to deal with this I don't know (laughs) If, if ever there
2: was like a bullet in the head of a franchise, it was that <laughs> yeah. right? It's I like, don't oh, know what's let, let's going just on. like commit
3: Harry Curry here.
2: Yeah, great idea. Let's just like trade away our best asset and be totally non-relevant from yeah, now on.
3: Isn't it that gif of the guy uh, in his business suit at the table that just gets out of a seat and no one away <laughs> and just aware of it? Like that, I can't imagine he's done exactly that. Great, I can't wait for the quarterback to throw it nine times. Bring, bring back nineteen fifty-four football.
2: Yeah.
1: Who's the Titans' GM rank Arthur? Man.
2: Yeah. Shout out to Ran. Second Ran I've ever heard of. <laughs> yeah. Outside of our own friend Ran. But um, apart from that, not doing the best job. Uh, notable drafts. Not mm. bad or good. Just ones I thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Green Bay. So many picks. Did they get a single difference maker? I know you're going to say Van Nessie, <laughs> but I'm not as hard on him as you were. But all right. Apart from him. Any difference makers? Both tight ends could easily flame out. Got different problems. Just they just took a lot of. Meh. The, the tight end thing was weird to me,
1: and I guess they want to run a lot of you know twelve personnel, or whatever. But I don't know. I mean, not to mention the fact I thought they took them the wrong way, ra- the wrong way around. Right. <laughs> yeah. So weird, yeah. Uh, with uh, with Tucker Craft and Luke Musgrave. Um, yeah, I must admit, I'm looking at this
2: list. Uh, don't Care know. Props?
1: Maybe the biggest the, the biggest head-scratcher
2: pick of the draft in Sean Clifford. Yeah. Right. I mean, they had their, all the ammunition to move up to get good players, and they didn't. Yeah. They just took a load of dross. Uh, yeah, I just don't there. see the point. Um, the other one I thought was notable was the Texans. Despite yes. drafting the worst player, 2-2, I actually <laughs> quite like their haul. I mean, I was, I was high on um, Stroud. Anderson, obviously, they moved back in. So that's two good players there. And then Tank Dow and, and Jarrett Patterson in the sixth round was my sleeper guard, who I really thought was a good player. So I thought that was a decent, decent mm. draft.
1: They got, they got the best name of the draft, Juice Scruggs.
2: Yeah. A little bit of a reach um, there, I thought, for that one. Yeah.
1: Um, i, I got to be honest. So I, I feel like I have to, I don't know, hit out with the Texans a bit. Some people have made this point, but I feel like it's being under, underutilised. Everyone's just like, wow, look at the Texans resetting the franchise. <laughs> with a with a with a rock star on defense and offense, uh, come on, man! What are you doing? You can't be giving up what they get. What was it? Two first round picks, like the, the first ra- first pick of the second round or something, to get back up and take Will McDonald. Who,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we've had discussions about this, Gav. We'll Will see Anderson. what happens with him. Yeah. Sorry, Will, yeah, Will Anderson. You know, uh, to me, I, now we might have a different conversation if it was you know Nick Bosa was still sitting there, right, or something. Mm-hmm. I I don't view Will Anderson like that, to no. be honest. So.
0: No.
1: To me, that is like desperation mode for a franchise that's like, please, someone come to the games.
0: Um, <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I don't know. I I can't get on board with that decision. Now, what they walk away with, obviously, with maybe the two, well, not the two best players, but you know, two top players like that in the in the top three picks, fine, but. They've got to do yeah, something, man. I mean, value, they, they've man. been
2: in the doldrums for so long. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I kind of respect the bravery of the move while not necessarily agreeing with the outcome. I just think... To, to me, yeah. there's just
1: no way you win that... Tra- like, there's no... I don't. Well, I guess if Will Anderson becomes the t- a top five edge rusher, in, in the, you're fine. But there's really very little way to me that you win that trade. I mean, it almost feels like you've lost it before you started. And um, Maybe they're thinking...
2: You know, we, we've been we've had quite a lot of high picks recently, and we've taken we've got a decent roster which we've stuffed with league average players. We put Stroud in, and that and that raises our floor to we're going to be picking in the middle of the draft forever. We're never going to have a chance to come back up this high. I Don't I just I just disagree with that because I don't think they
1: do. I mean, I think the opposite. I think that the, 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 that's exactly it, right? They've just got kind of jags at every
2: position. I'm not but saying that's the truth. Reason. I'm saying that's what they they're thinking. Picks. They need that's to dumb. go out and. Yeah. yeah, but that—that's that, that, what to they're me, thinking. They need We've to got use do... those picks well. I think they. I think they think they've got a little bit of confirmation bias. Thinking we're we're just a QB away. That's that's it. We're just a QB away. So Now we've got Stroud. We make this move, and then we just we're we're set. We won't make a first round pick for a couple of years. Whatever. I mean,
1: who are they rolling out at receiver right now? Now they're taking Tank Dell.
2: Nico Collins, Tank Dell. Yeah, uh, they got they've got a few a few of nobody. I mean, from the Steelers. They got.
1: I get that CJ Stroud was you know insisting that they take Tank Dell. I mean, first of all, calm down, CJ. Like let's let the GM do the job as a rookie QB. But like, <laughs> I mean, I like Tank Dell fine, but really with that QB room, you're going to take the undersized, the gadget guy? Like, I don't know, man, go to, go find a like solid starter. you know, take a Cedric Kilmer or whatever. I don't know, man. Well, me, got that a, is got high hopes for
2: John Mechie as being that solid yeah. starter. They've got Nico Collins on the outside, John being your yeah. towering... Yeah receiver to catch the balls you've got Steve Sims who's your returner and your sort of your other gadget guy and then you've got Dell to be the little shifty dude I, I can understand the the, the kind and of roster
1: to me this stinks of the Cards getting a top five pick next year it's scary I would never ever have parted with that pick but th- I
2: year. think that's what they're banking on I think that they're thinking that Stroud is going to give them a baseline of being in the middle of the pack that's now. hubris up.
1: man that's hubris and that is how you end up having a team that
2: sucks for a decade okay well we'll see We'll see. Um, do you want to move on to the FC North? Yeah. So, who, who do you think had the best draft out of the, our rivals here?
1: Probably the Browns. I think, given what they had, would be my opinion. Just with now, I do think they took a lot of guys that were like, um, "Oh, this guy fell for for some reason." Like looking shiftily to the side. Let's just take him, and then it worries me. Like, is the Brown is the Browns the right place for said guy? But. Um, I don't think you can argue with a lot of the value they got. Let me just pull up the, the full list. But you mentioned they took Siaki who was our guy. I thought we got good value in the third round with the first pick and Cedric Tillman. Hmm. And then obviously DeJuan Jones. I mean, that list, the first three picks, you could argue you would have thought they had a first and a second round pick there. And right? Whipler. Yeah,
2: Whi- and then Whipler, who
1: fell for some reason.
2: Uh, Ohio State centre, who we were talking about as, is he the best centre in the draft? Goes mm-hmm. to the sixth round, so we were wrong there.
1: Isaiah Maguire I think is a high upside yeah. edge to take yeah, it in was the, a massive
3: was it the fourth. I, th- yeah. I think each of the teams in the division they had one or two picks and I've really thought that oh, god that's that's yeah, yeah I like Well who, who, who's
2: the cause I I think Bengals came last in this. So who mm. who, who do you think the Bengals cuz I don't see any picks really, there I that so I well if, Chase if, Browns the only one really.
3: If you want to avert your eyes from any Joy Porter negative tape, he had a terrible game covering Carly John, uh, Charlie Jones Charlie Jones of Purdue. Mm-hmm. Wasn't wasn't a great game? Charlie Jones screams to me like he's going to be. Destroyed. Wait, hang
2: on. I thought I thought the Purdue game was Porter's best game.
3: No, was that a different
2: different Purdue game? Do they play him twice? Or no,
3: Char- I've, I'll check the numbers, but I'm sure Charlie Jones had himself a little bit of a field day in that game. Are you sure? Because I, pa- I thought Porter, I thought
2: that was the opening game game of uh, 2022, and uh, Porter went
3: off in big style. Maybe I'm wrong. Let me do some digging but until then no, no one wants to hear me
1: I, click I um, I think the thing with the Bengals is they didn't take guys that I was high on but certainly guys that I could have been wrong on and that, that might come off I mean Miles Murphy right was, was consistently mocked higher than he went and I think yeah, I think, the, I think he fits what right? yeah. yeah. Um DJ Turner I wasn't super high on no. but, but obviously has the requisite speed and, mm. and um, Jordan Battle you know I wasn't high on solid safety so go on, mate Gav
2: yeah 12
3: catches for 153 yards and a touchdown
2: Really? Wow! Was that in that opener? Opener? No, no,
3: final game. Um, oh, final, final game. No, sorry, okay, sorry, they so, no, twice. Me. it was opener. Sorry, did tables the wrong way around. Yeah, it was opening game. Really? Yeah. Uh, cause it's, it's
2: because fun that fun. was insane. That game, it's he had like two, uh, like a pick six, another one, like it's serious fun. amount of pass breakups. It's but fun. yet you're saying he got owned by Charlie Jones? Yeah,
3: early on. Um, early on, my friend James said he this was his guy. Charlie Jones was his guy. He'd be desperate for for the Bears to take. I mean, I was gutted that a player that he so liked went to went to the Bengals. Um mm. but he did. Any time I mentioned it, was taking Porter. He said, "Yeah, just to give you the heads up." Mm.
2: Wow. Okay, so, interesting. I didn't see that. Game. I watched that whole game. I didn't see that.
3: Everyone so has that's, bad games. Let's not let not deter yeah. from, you know deter from that. Um, who else did they take?
2: I thought I was overrating Porter on that game on that particular game I watched with Purdue. So that's interesting that that happened. Wow.
3: Where is he? Eight tackles, three passes defense. Joy Porter in that game. Yeah. Um, Ravens, what do we think? I mean, the atypical Ravens pick was picking Andrew Varhees in the seventh. It's a great pick. I did the one I was quite jealous of. Yeah. The yeah. one I saw, I wasn't actually watching the draft live at the time and I saw it come up on my phone and just sort of rolled my eyes and went, yeah. yeah, that's that could be a cracker pick. Yeah. You know, I mean,
2: they're not—they're not, they're not going to. Uh, yeah, they're not going to get him for a year, but he's going to be no. great. And you—you've got to count in the fact that they got Rokon Smith with the fifth mm-hmm. round pick and Daniel Falele with the fourth round pick. So, with you know, that was a trade they made last year. So, the overall, Trenton Simpson, Zay Flowers—I I thought it was a really good draft. Uh, people seem to be ragging on it a little bit, but I think Mark was saying it last week. Took took some really good players, and I'm, I'm on board with that. I thought it was a good good draft for him
1: yeah hit or miss guys I think with the Ravens where we'll see I mean obviously with all these guys we'll see but I, I, like Zay Flowers I can see that going either way um, Trenton Simpson obviously I love that pick um, but then I didn't see a lot of value after that until you know we obviously loved Voorhees I wish oh, I wish he could have been there for that second I don't know if the Steelers ever would have done it anyway but wish he would have been there for that second seventh round pick because he almost was when the Ravens jumped up
2: mm. they've been burnt um, before with injury cases so I don't yeah I
1: um so yeah, I, I didn't I don't know, I didn't love the I mean it feels like the Ravens usually I'm like coming out like oh man the Ravens like every pick was the guy I wanted. Oh we were that we were that it team was the Steelers,
2: thing. yeah, Steelers did it yeah. this year. Yeah, yeah, thank God. Uh so anyone else or I've got another little thing we can move on no, to? Cool. Yeah. Um just a little bit of naval gazing. Like our, our draft coverage. So we obviously we try and talk about as many players as we can. So I just went through the position groups and found the first guy drafted in each position group that we didn't talk about and where they were taken. Just 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 to like as a check, right? So let's go. So uh, quarterback, the first quarterback we didn't talk about on the show, Aidan O'Connell from Purdue, was taken by the Raiders, and that was the last pick in the fourth round. So not bad in terms of quarterbacks. Uh, running back. Evan Hull was a guy we actually talked about in the senior bowl coverage, but not actually specifically on the running back show from Northwestern, went to the Colts, fifth round compensatory pick. So pretty late there. Uh, Tight end was Brenton Strange. (laughs) Uh, You guys didn't talk about, I didn't do that show from Penn State, uh, went to the end of the second round to the Jags. So that was, that was one we should have, we should have, wide receivers, Jaden Reed, Second mm-hmm. round again, Michigan State, Michigan State, sorry, if I say that wrong. Uh Green Bay, uh pick fifty, should have seen him, but mm, there's a bit of an outlier. Uh the tackle, we didn't talk about. Tyler Steen from Alabama possibly should have should have picked up on that guy, being from the Crimson Tide. Uh went to the Eagles in the third second pick of the third round. So we missed that. Uh Interior O line, Juice Scruggs, we talked about that from Penn State, the center. Uh penultimate pick in the second round. So you know, need to do slightly a bit better with some of these. It's interiors. surprising, though. Yeah, a little bit surprising. On the defense, uh, Zach Harrison out of Ohio State. We didn't talk about uh, picked in the third round by uh, the Falcons. Second pick, uh, twelfth pick in the third round. Uh, edge Isaiah Foskey out of Notre Dame. The Colts took him second round, pick forty. Yeah, we
3: should have picked on uh, him. Yeah. We should have talked about just
2: him. Thinking, I just remember just thinking an edge players. I know it's so tricky, yeah. like especially where you get like. Two or three top guys and then a big bubble and it's mm-hmm. just down to who goes first. Uh, linebacker, Marty Mapu. Didn't <laughs> Seems even, like a, didn't little bit watch. Of a little bit of a reach there, yeah, by the Patriots in the middle of the third round. Cornerback was the next guy on my list. Uh, Garrett Williams out of Syracuse, Arizona. Third round, ninth pick in the third round. You watch him, mate?
3: Yeah, loved him. Shame about mm. the injury.
2: And then safety, Shamari Connor. uh fourth round middle of the fourth round to the Chiefs so I think we did okay I think we
1: did yeah it's tough you know with the time available each week and we're just going off the consensus boards and sometimes those I mean you know some of the guys we spoke about went undrafted right talk talk about Mm -hmm. Eli Ricks and
0: oh, loads yeah you know so it's yeah
1: yeah yeah and you know nobody saw that coming so it's difficult there's all kinds of reasons why guys fly down the board and people have got to fly up for the same reasons
2: Mm. right so that's sort of my thoughts on the draft. Do you got anything else? Or we well, I mean, that, I, I, did, I thought you wanted to go through the red star and sleep. I do. Okay. Yeah, I'm just that's us. So. Oh, okay,
1: okay, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Do you want to go through the results. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I got, I got an award for you side the you blew it award. What? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, we do this every year. The the, the person that, that uh, drafts three people that get uh, undrafted, they get the. Award. Oh
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, hang on.
2: I think uh, the NFL blew it. I think my guys were obviously Mm -hmm. underloved okay so you had uh, your sleeper Emil Echior you know I don't know what the game is here I, th- I guess it's to like pick a sleeper that gets drafted but like with the last pick and yeah, then we have a winner know, it's a in, that, in that I
1: think just makes you know makes well, a team well undrafted means players. they were
2: unwanted right that's whereas if you if well, you, you pick fair. a Sign. sleeper you, you you pick the you know Mr. Irrelevant you're kind of you're onto something so you well, have... I'm gonna you're just saying that because Brock Birdie this is nonsense <laughs> Echior got signed He's you know he's going to make a team oh they all got it. signed but I'm just saying you know you had <laughs> Emil as your sleeper, <laughs> Ivan Pace as your sleeper, and Eli well, Rick's Ivan sleeper. Pace, Ivan Pace was a size
1: thing, so right. you know maybe not that surprising, pick. but um, I still
2: have hope. I, I had two, um, don't worry, and, and and also I really like Ricks as well to start.
1: And with, Ricks, I don't know what's going on there. That stinks to me that there's somewhere else happening because I don't see an undrafted guy there. I don't know what that's about. Did he get signed? I mean, who signed? Who picked him up? Yeah, uh,
2: Philadelphia. The Eagles, of right. course. Interesting. Yeah. Expected. Better to see than Keely
1: Ringo, I'll tell you
2: that. <coughs> Bizarrely, the 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 Vikings picked up a lot of our guys that were UDFAs in Ivan Pace and Andre Carter. Mm. Who was Oh yeah, guy.
1: Andre Carter, wow, yeah. He
2: yeah, really felt Yeah. The
1: the right was on the wall there, man.
2: Yeah. Uh Mark got the Zulu Award for the uh, last person drafted with pick two five two in the seventh round. Alex Austin. Uh <laughs> went to Buffalo. So that was that was I, I nearly won it with DeMarco Helms. But uh yeah Mark. Who, who is Alex Austin to rem- remind me? I've got no idea. Didn't watch him. Some <laughs> kind of cornerback, I think. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'd have to get Mark back on for the answer to that. Mike, did you watch Alex Austin? <laughs> <laughs> I cannot remember. I, no. No I don't, <laughs> Probably not. Some dude to. got drafted last Mark Peter. God bless. Uh Stranger Things Award. And that's for the upside down, like me. Uh, there's a lot of those yeah but me big time for getting uh, red starring Jalen Hall in the 5th round and sleepering uh, Jake Cainer in the 4th round <laughs> so but on the yeah. whole it wasn't who, bad who
1: was uh, who was my sleeper running back was it TJ Spears Yeah, he sleeper. definitely went ahead yeah. of Roshan Johnson um,
3: yeah you had the upside down as
2: well. yeah but it wasn't as bad yeah you were the upside down as well
1: I felt like when I was going through the list I just saw that I'd done a lot of those I don't know um well, I, I don't know. I, I, like, especially this year, I was kind of like Red Star, with the guy that I was like, "This is my guy." So even if he's lower down, I don't care. This
2: no, you had guy. Sydney Brown. Yeah, well, that's what that's, the Red Star can be for that. Yeah, um, but a sleeper probably should be lower or should be lower than the third round. I but to like, me, like, unlike the Tavis I'm, Martin that you had as your sleeper that went in the second, yeah. round. safety
1: class was you know, rough. even mm. losing nickel. Um, I don't know. Like, we, like the the sleep the, the Red Star. I'm like. Viewing is like feeling stronger about than the sleeper, right? So if if that guy even I think he's going to go in later, then I'm still going to red star. Like Russian Johnson, I thought would probably go later, but I was like, this is my dude.
2: Mm. But on the whole, I thought the red stars were pretty solid. Yeah. No, no, no real embarrassments. Good names on there. Yeah, maybe maybe my pick, my red star of Dewan Jones, is the most embarrassing of all.
3: Is that the lowest? I don't know. Antonio Johnson yes. for me was in the fifth round although, again, yeah, do we do we put a caveat on the safety class this year? Because uh,
1: yeah. again, though, I'm not. I don't know. I don't think it's a bad thing to have any of these late. I'm not aiming. To, I'm not being like, oh, I'm red starring this guy because I I think he's going to go in round one. Like I'm, you know, I'm I'm picking my guys. You know, we'll see. We'll see how it comes out in the mm. wash in the league. You know, that's where I'm looking for success. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not writing any checks right now like Gavis.
2: No, I'm not writing checks. Just I'm trying. not. I'm
1: not. I'm not living off my draft success. I, I'm living off my league success. You know, yeah, exactly. I'm making moves. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm talking. To- I'm talking about two pick sixes and should have been MVP of the Super Bowl. Nick Bolton type success.
2: You right. Know. Okay. Well, we'll see about that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Do you want to talk about the? Uh, Dynasty rookie mock draft. Do we want to talk about that, or should we- yeah, we
1: can yeah, we'll chat with a little do bit of a chat. You know, if you if you can turn off, if you're totally disinterested in people's uh, fantasy leagues, but if you're interested in the machinations of uh, dynasty fantasy football, then we're probably going to rant about it. So yeah, I, I think
2: it's interesting. I mean, <clears throat> I listen to a lot of dynasty podcasts because I, I find it so fascinating because people are looking ahead so far and talking about stuff. But I do think it's interesting about what actually happens in in a dynasty draft so in our in our one 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 that we're all in uh Bijon went first to me which i think was a good pick now i was expecting anthony richardson to go second he didn't which was a bit of a surprise he went one two three four
3: so, five six shall, shall can i can,
1: can, can i just can i just get on my now i don't want jason to get more upset with me than he already oh, is no. obviously because I think Sensity is. And listen, I get it, right? Jason, if you're listening, I get it. You're not as invested. <laughs> Fine. Well, I just, I beg of you, I beg of you, for those of us that are, please review the trades. <laughs> Does this have something he's to do some
2: good picks it. in the end. Does
3: this have something to do with me, by any chance?
1: It's not about the pick. Listen, i got to be honest. Because I'm. I'm you no, know, Jason pit. came out of this draft with, with a solid it's not, roster. It's not about that. It's not about that. I am the commissioner of this league. I got to be honest. I I very nearly vetoed. If it was
2: not, if, if I had not been involved you can't in this, veto right, a trade I know, I know. Unless there's collusion. The, what do you mean you can't veto? This was ludicrous. There's no reason to veto a trade unless there's, there's absolutely
1: collusion. a reason. No, one one you, of the parties of the, can't of the trade. Judge. Don't understand. I'm sorry,
2: you in your ivory tower cannot judge what two other people are doing right. unless so, unless
1: you think they're cheating. Right. So I haven't done that. Obviously, right? I allowed right. it to go through. And I but, was not
3: involved in collusion, I would say, because
1: it is... No, I know. Sure but what's it. happened here is Mike, su- Mike submitted a trade before we, this draft even occurred, right? Or before Anthony Richardson's fallen, right? And what was the trade for, Mike?
3: So, I took, <laughs> I got the sixth pick.
1: Yeah, Anthony Richardson, yes. who was on the board at this time. Uh, Multiple people are trying to trade up, by the way. There's, there's like a lot going on. Okay.
2: By this point, by, just, just letting you know, this is a, a super flex league Mm-hmm. Ketz took Bryce Young with the second pick Bold. Dave took Quentin Johnson with the third pick <sighs> Britt UK don't know your real name took CJ Stroud with the fourth pick Ketz back again took Jameer Gibbs
3: nice.
2: with, with the uh, fifth pick and then Mike trades into pick six to take Anthony Richardson
3: and, right, so, and what
2: were the trade terms?
3: Okay so Jason <laughs> was moving back six places from six to twelve for two thirds and a fourth
2: Outrageous Absolutely just, outrageous yeah, You're telling me I shouldn't have vetoed that Really No you come can't on. veto it You can't veto
1: it it's, it's ludicrous it's, it's,
2: I mean it is outrageous It's
1: not an opinion It's just someone Who's been absolutely Bent over a barrel Because he stood In a rainy train station And people are complaining At him that he has to Accept some trade Because we're all sad <laughs> And we're all sat there Waiting for him to make this pick So so we, so I messaged him Complained like, I wasn't even complaining I'm just like Giving him a nudge I'm like you know Can you can you make this pick Or can you accept Look at a trade and uh, you know,
2: right? What were the other trades that went out to? Oh, oh do I have that? I, d- I do don't know I what you're getting either. in the third and fourth round. That's adding up to <laughs> the <laughs> sixth <laughs> pick. Um, uh, on on the board here was Anthony Richardson, Will Levis, uh, the, the number one receiver in most people's eyes. JSN right. as so a number let me one tell you,
1: end. Let me tell you what I offered him. Right. So, so what, what did you offer, what did you get? What did you end up giving is, up, Mike? Is this what the bigger issue is? So. Well, no. So again, the reason that I had no so way—someone is quite know,
2: excised about this.
1: The re- I'm it very been excited since
2: it happened two weeks the ago. Re-
1: it actually annoyed me through the entire draft, and I was done with it. I was like, "Fuck <laughs> this draft! I'm not." I, you know, I was ready to like flip the monopoly board. I was like, "I'm not playing anymore. This is a joke." Uh, and, and actually, let me just say, it wasn't just me. Someone left the league mid draft, <laughs> yeah, that because, is true, because of this trade. So it's not just me, right? And no, I get it, right? And now he shout out guy,
2: to uh, Juju Connor, the most yeah. short-sighted name in fantasy ever. When you're a student. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> Juju
1: Connor, that guy. In fairness, I wasn't a fan that he just did it. Didn't say anything. Didn't give us any heads up, whatever. He did cite when I messaged him. Some other trades that Ketz had made with Mike previously that he didn't <laughs> like. Yeah, he,
3: well,
2: his, so his real beef was with Ketz, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it well, was. This was like the store is, that brought is, the cameras back. It was the I, store as well. Kets back.
3: will not accept any. I did offer a tra- uh, trade to Ketz about six hours ago of uh, future firsts, just you know, like a 2025 yeah, yeah. first for a first. Stop with firm. this!
1: Stop with this! The, I'm going to ban these
3: two. That's just a bit of fun. <laughs> that's just a bit of one. <laughs>
1: it's fun until someone leaves the league and then it makes confusing Like what's what's been reneged okay, okay, because okay, someone's okay, okay, abandoned okay, okay, the league
3: someone's getting pissed off because they're, the, they're leaving the league because <laughs> I mean, because someone's traded a 2025 first for another 2025 first, that's a bit of a joke no,
1: that's not why he left the league is it Mike he left the league because,
2: <laughs> because someone of you. traded because someone traded Travis Kelsey for like a bag of <laughs> magic beans hey hey oh. hey this was a listener league right <laughs> yeah, this was set up it was, with it was, listeners, so it was presumably together, I'm, I'm, I'm imagining no, he's unsubscribed from no, 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 the podcast as well.
1: I don't think it was. I don't think it was. No, this was the league that Lee originally set up that I took over ad hoc last year. But um, so no? anyway, is it? Yeah, yeah. This is the league that Lee joined, and then Gal ended up in it to cover Lee's group, and then it, it ah, was all a okay. bit of a surprise at the start. Oh, anyway. right, okay, but it's looking good now because we, what we've done is we've backfilled with a lot of listeners, right? Matt Aldi's joined and whatnot, so that it should be good now. But I understand what's happened here, right? There's a disconnect between. There's a lot of people here, maybe playing fantasy, you know, just for fun. That aren't playing it as seriously as some of the saddos in the league. <laughs> then there's other people that are maybe more serious fantasy like Mike, that like Mike, who are maybe taking a little bit of advantage of some of the people that are maybe a little <laughs> bit less fantasy savvy. Let's be honest, Kets, Jason. You know, all I'm saying is, if if a trade request gets sent by Mike, maybe just consider. <laughs>
3: But why is not that with trade with you? Trade
1: requests. Why am, right. why am I not getting Except accepted? Fairness, now, I would like to think I, I would like to think I'm offering fair trades to these people, right? But they've been declined for just complete nonsense.
3: I, I will say, I I don't know half the people in this league, <laughs> so I've no, right. I have no idea who's experienced. But You know,
1: cats. You know,
3: cats. You know, Jason. I, didn't, right, I didn't know Jason. No, I just I just traded with someone who I wanted no, the pick. No, no. I didn't. I anyway, have right. no idea what anyone's experienced. So, so anyway, let we, me get to this. Let me
1: get to this. So, 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 Mike, you you gave him what? A, what two thirds and a fourth? What was it?
2: Uh, a first, two thirds, and a
1: fourth. You, what, a first?
2: What a first? Yeah, he says swap. Oh, swap sorry.
1: Picks. Right. Okay. So you swap picks to one twelve, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. And then and then what else? Uh,
2: 312, and four ten. So two thirds and a very late fourth. So okay. Right. Now with with those picks, so Jason goes <laughs> Zay Flowers, right? I'm trying to explain what I offered just to yeah, compare and, the two. You can come back to that, but I'm just telling you what he got. I'm trying to do it right Jason's, next to Jason, what he's just said. Jason's <laughs> hall was <laughs> Zay Flowers. Jaylen, these, these are Mike's picks that he traded. He's, Jason had some other picks in the draft as well, but just, just the one that Mike gave up. Zay Flowers, Jalen Hyatt, Jake Kaner and Trey Tucker. That's not bad. Jalen <sighs> Hyatt. <Jaylen sighs>
1: Hyatt this just, yeah, Jalen Hyatt, sure. I, I don't know what to tell you.
2: Say flowers, that's two good receivers. A, a, so, a backup QB with some upside.
1: Let me just, let me just, can I just get in with this, please? So, no, you, so two. So, three ten, three, what was it, Mike? Three ten, three, three twelve. Three twelve and four ten. I think so, yeah. Okay. Now, I've offered him one nine, so it's three picks ahead <laughs> of the trade back that you've done. Okay. Don't Kincaid, you got it. Th- three nine, so one pick ahead of the third oh, round 3 Oh, three nine. Offered. Yeah. Oh, that's my 20... I got that.
2: Just hang on a minute. I'm, I'm telling you what yeah. I offered him.
1: I yeah. don't know how you ended up with it, but this I ended is up with it. That
2: was where I took Cedric Tillman.
1: Okay, right. So, 3-9, which is one pick ahead of the third round Mike's offered. A 2024 20, fourth. Okay, fine. Whatever. Oh, that like, could be interesting. In. Interest. Right. Now then, on top of that, Michael Pittman, which is more valuable than any of the, all three of the picks that
2: he's offered him, alone. You see, basically, you say, wait, you're telling me that you offered... Jason, this trade before you gave it to me and I took it. Wait. It's basically the pick. Which, which trade did you take? I took, which, I took that pick and ended up with yep. Cedric Tillman and I took Michael Pittman and I took Noah yep. Pham. What for? Uh, A pick. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fine.
3: Hang on, hang on.
2: But I didn't offer you oh, No, 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 no. No, you, no, sorry. You took Dobbins for that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, I think it was very similar. Yeah, I think yeah. I was looking for it because what it was, I wanted to move up to either get Gibbs or Richardson and Richardson was still there so I was trying to move up for him. And uh, I didn't get that. because so so I, I,
2: I, I was like, why is Simon offering me this package of players <laughs> for this Because for I was other in my, feelings at, was yeah, in my feelings at that point. I took advantage and I think I
1: yeah. won that trade. So now th- let me tell you the mistake that I made with Jason, right? I, I can't, So I, I did what I always do and I looked at his roster and I was like, right, where are some players that I need to offload to make some space, right? A, and B, that he would have some potential for an upgrade. If he doesn't want to he doesn't want them. But they're just kind of like you know, side sweetness to the deal, maybe potential back end of the roster upgrades, right? Mm-hmm. So I offer David Njoku, who's a starting tight end, fine. Maybe not a lot of value, but I think he's got decent... I think he's equivalent to like a third a round tantalising player. player. Yeah, One of those okay. ones
2: that's got the upside that um, never
1: reaches it. Uh, so that's along, alongside Pittman and these picks, David Njoku. Antonio Gibson, maybe descending in terms of fantasy value, but I don't know, you can mm-hmm. argue whatever question you want. Marks. But it's a running back with, with some... Yeah, again, question mark, fine. But these at this point, we're talking about a deal that's way ahead of Mike's already. Uh, and then here's where the problem starts. I think Jason has seen the headline. I offered uh, alongside these Khalil Shakir from Buffalo, the second round guy, uh, the second year guy, who's who we'll see if he gets worth it a punt. Yeah, yeah, not a deal and Millie and, Malik. and, Malik, and Malik Willis. Right now, junk.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. So the problem here is, I think that what's happened is Jason's viewed this and kind of gone. ah look at all these players. I'm not really that interested in two of them or three of them. Is that a four uh, for this, one? This, this, this is five players. Five for one. Uh, five players a first round pick a third and a fourth for that pick that, that he took instead two thirds and a fourth for now it, I, I,
2: I tell wait where, where your mistake is there it's tricky yeah. right. giving someone five things yeah in yes, the yeah. draft because they're expecting loads of things in the th- right. they've got all their secret things in the third and yes. fourth round they're hoping get yeah, that's the problem i there. agree but i think w- w- where my
1: frustration comes is that it's about an open dialogue, right? If you don't want a guy, if you're not in, you know, if you want to adjust trade terms, fine. What I'm doing here is I'm looking at your roster and I'm saying, right, you you're weak here, you're weak there. I'm offering you guys that are maybe potential upgrades, even if they're not stars, right? I mean, that's what fantasy is about. But if you don't, you know, if you're not interested, you don't want to fill the roster space, fine. Like, but I think the value here is in the options. You know, you don't you don't have to keep Malik Willis rostered if you don't want him. You don't have to start Khalil Shakir. But like, can we argue that this trade is less valuable than two thirds and a fourth? And a, and a worse trade back.
3: <sighs> can, can we can we al- can we also um, <laughs> speak speaking of taking advantage, uh, Ketz, I hope you're listening. Do you recall Ketz's trade with Matt Audley? What was this okay. in the draft? Yes, are you sitting down? Okay. yep. Ketz received Matt Audley's 2024 first. Mm-hmm. Matt Audley receives. Two thirds and two fourths.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> See, this is knows something about. about the twenty-four draft class? We don't.
1: This is what I'm talking about. But it's nice for Kets to get a win. You know, <laughs> he's been he's been dunked on in this league too many times.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Matt Audley's Wait, doing wait, wait, no, wait. Oh, so Matt Audley gave away the first. Yeah. yeah, I, stru- I struggle yeah. with this. I really struggle with who's giving away what <laughs> in, in in internet and um, vocal apparently. So Matt gave away. Wow, I don't know what mm. Matt was doing. Where is
3: whereas I, because Matt, did, I I sent a, a a trade to Matt, and he was worrying in case I thought he would got taken by the short and curlies. Because I took, I offered him three picks for his second next year.
0: Which is
3: <laughs> fine. You know that, that's a, a much more palatable than yeah. <laughs> then I'll give them all them for a first. Um, oh. And while we're on the topic, Kets, I'm messaging you as we speak, and your excuse for not trading is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not going to reveal Do you want to share what it no, is? No? No, no. No, no, no. no. Okay. It's bullshit. Right.
2: So where were we? Uh, Mike takes a chain with the... Uh, oh, hang on. <sighs> Sorry. So we've gone. Uh, we're just I'm just recap. so angry now. I can't even get yeah, it. We'll, we'll recap, right? So th- th- this is this is the Dynasty draft so far. I take Bajorne Robinson. Ketz takes Bryce Young. Dave takes Quentin Johnson. Brit UK takes CJ Stroud. Uh, Ketz trades in and takes Gibbs. Mike trades in and takes Anto- uh, Anthony Richardson. Uh Solid pick, man. I, I, you know, despite all the like hoo-ha about the value and stuff, I mean, that guy should have gone second in the draft, mm-hmm. in my opinion. For me, I was choosing between. I, I kind of wanted either Bijon or Richardson. I've got like, i got Mahomes, but I've got like a second spot. But my running backs were so poor, I just had to take Robinson. Couldn't couldn't resist it. Yeah. So a real a real win for you there, Mike. Uh, Gledes, I think that's his name. Comes in, takes Will Levis. Uh, Ian Faruja comes in takes uh, Jackson Smith in Jigba um, Simon comes in and takes Kincaid Mike again comes in and takes A-Chain, Nate comes in and takes Addison and then Jason takes Zayflower so I, I think that makes all makes sense I don't think there's anyone in there that is a stupid pick I don't no. know
0: That's
1: fine I mean, you know, I was dis- disappointed that I had to go tight end in the first round. After all this
2: bullshit, <laughs> it's, it's tough. It I mean, I, uh, <clears throat> that 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 pick where you're picking there in the middle of the sort of end of this first round of dynasty is pretty rough. It get it gets pretty shitty for pretty quickly. I I think like the, I'd rather be picking in the sort of mid second rather than pick yeah. ten because like it's all
3: much of a much Yeah, play. it feels junk yeah. like you can I just think, kind of make some I moves there. I think what's done it is when you have someone like Zach Sher and they gone to the Seahawks and you can't oh, go, yeah. oh, yeah. Yeah, he he he
2: would have been nailed on sort of back of the first round, yeah, right? Yeah. And it's
3: it's just like it's the landing spot
2: kills him. Yeah, I was kinda of targeting A Chain, and where did he end up going? It
1: was earlier than my pit, right? That was probably who I would have taken.
2: No, you went you went Kincaid ahead of A Chain. Oh really? Oh okay. I think
1: I changed my mind after yeah, that. And then yeah, or yeah. maybe I was trying to get it seen if I could trade up to get A Chain
2: the second. So second round starts and I, I kinda of take Rashi Rice, just despite Simon really, just to mm. sort of be be annoying. Uh, I kind well, of fight me. Well, just because you didn't like Rushy Rice, so I just thought. So, ah, so you make a bad pick. And it's uh, a double win. I, no, I thought no, <laughs> no, because I've got Mahomes as well. So I'm thinking I'm going to wait. Where did he go? Where did you take him? First round, first pick of the second round. Oh, because he went like late third in the next. Yeah, I could have waited. It was a bit of a reach, <laughs> but um, the, the options. This is what I'm saying. I could have taken Mayer, but um, I've got Carl no. Pitts in this league, so I uh, don't see why go. I would. Go first round. I need, needed some receivers, so I took I took Rice. But 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 also having Mahomes, I thought that's a good stack. If if yeah, Rice yeah. turns out good, then yeah. uh, that's that's it could be a value. Yeah, the- Phil, Phil Phil trades in and takes Charbonnet second pick. <laughs> I really love Charbonnet in the draft process. I think he's going to be a great NFL player. I think I think the Seahawks taking him makes sense. But for fantasy, it sucks. Like it. It's just brutal. Like him and Walker are going to be splitting carries. is probably going to be the goal-line guy, but Walker's probably going to be the guy between the 20s. So that's just junk. Um, Dave comes back and takes Mingo. I like I like that pick. Dave's just loading up on receivers. Uh, Brit UK comes in, and takes Kendra Miller. I, I don't know about that pick people seem to be high on Miller I don't, I don't
1: know Kamara could be on his way out so if he shows yeah, something yeah but they got Jamal Williams he's in that yeah. role I Just I don't know I'm not sure yeah, he's de- he's definitely got a TD Steeler on the team but
2: outside of that I mean mm. um, Nate trades in and takes Ty J Spears Pff, I don't, I don't. Fine, whatever not, not keen on that Jason takes Michael Meyer good pick Good pick, value. yeah. Can't argue is, that, with it. is that
1: with? Is that with one of the? Oh no, no he just one didn't get of his own. One of his. He didn't own. get one of his second round picks. Yeah. I'm like, did he know? And then just, uh, uh, oh.
2: uh, Gleeders take take Bigsby. I mean, I'm I'm not down on that bit. Yeah. I think that's bad, but uh, I'll, I'll be proved wrong. And then you you come back. Simon and take Sam Laporte. So you've gone Kincaid and Laporte in this draft.
1: Well, at this point, I got to be honest. I was throwing <laughs> my toys out the pram. Um, yeah, I don't know, man. I. <laughs> I think at Richardson, I took Kincaid because it seemed like the best value at the time, but then I wanted Laporta because I love him. So, so
2: you've got two tight ends in a league we only play one tight end. And I've already got Njoku and Komet and Jelani Woods. You need to ship off something. I might be making some trades for you. I don't know. <laughs> but you, you already shipped me. I don't know. That was... was that in the other league you shipped me, fan Maybe that's your league. I don't know. Uh, and then you take Mims, next pick. So, you had two on the bounce there Yeah, I
1: think. Did I trade into that? I don't know. I no, you didn't. Um, no, that was your okay. pick. You yeah, traded You traded probably... into
2: one before. Josh Downs on the board, high on the board.
1: Yeah, um, I did think maybe Josh Downs was the Jayden option Reid. there. But I think I think I'm I'm kind of out on some of the receivers in that Broncos receiver room, and 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 you know Mims is, is a sneaky deep threat that they traded up to get. So that, so
2: Sean Payton's obviously liking him a lot. Yeah, it could happen. You know, especially if they ship one out of Judy or Sutton, could happen. Yeah. Uh, Matt takes Downs, good pick. Uh, Nate takes Washington. Is that a bit of a reach? I don't see the fantasy value. I know. don't see the fantasy, oh, I really, see the fantasy really value. I, I think I think the fan value, the Steelers value is going to be through yeah, the roof, yeah. but fantasy, don't see it. I've seen him overdrafted a few times now. Mm. Yeah, um, Is that misunderstanding?
1: I mean, potentially, yeah. Could have could have touchdown upside, maybe, uh, theoretically, uh, possibly, but I think it's again. few and far between.
2: But yeah. I see that pick and I'm thinking maybe I'm the fool. I don't
1: know. No, I, I don't see that. I think that's like
2: a fourth round pick at best. Yeah, I... I I, I, I see him as being like a juiced-up Vance McDonald. Really, yeah. that's, that's how that, I see That's
1: see that, That's name value and fan bias, is what that is.
2: Yeah, yeah. this is a Steelers league, so that's fair. Then Jason's take, Jason takes higher. I mean, I don't like the player. I think he's just going to be disowned Jackson. But I can yeah. see, yeah, uh, big fantasy value. Mm. Do stretch. you think so? Yeah, feels good, good landing stretch, spot. Good landing spot. Good landing I mean, yeah, okay, but have they not got... I think you know Isaiah Hodg- Hodgkins or whatever his name is could be a more valuable fantasy asset than Jalen Hyatt. I think he's going to be boom or bust guy, no? Mm. I yeah, I, I, yeah, very boom or bust. But where was this? Where's this pick? Uh, end Three. of the second round. Oh, Okay, uh, yeah, it feels I mean, a little high for me, but pff, I don't know. Well, do it's on the
1: board though. I don't know. I mean,
2: well, I mean, you know, this is a guy who's already turned down. Well, Mike, 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 <laughs> Mike traded in to take Jaden Reed. So, would you rather have Reed or Hyatt? Mike mm, mm, that's close Reed <laughs> no I think Reed yeah I think Reed I think I've got, i got I'm a bit anti those guys in fantasy those kind of boom yeah. or bust Clay Claypool pool. Yeah, but you get them in, you see if it works for a year or two, and then if you don't,
1: you yeah. shift, you shift them out. Yeah,
2: maybe, maybe I'm speaking out of both sides of my mouth because I'm a big Christian Watson guy, but I, I think he gets design touches. I think he gets run game touches. I don't think Mike gets that. He's just the deep threat. He's just taking the top off, and I, I don't think he gets touched. Anyway, third round starts. I take Hendon Hooker, but that's just because I've got no QBs and I'm always looking for a punt. Mike takes Jaden Reed. Dave comes in and takes Roshan, Johnson. Roshan. Yes. Uh, That's a great pick, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Love that. Yeah. So, go, you know, Dave, at this point, has gone Quentin Johnson, Jonathan Mingo, and Roshan Johnson. Solid drive. Uh, Brit UK takes Musgrave. I must admit, I was hoping he came to me. Kets mm. trades in and takes Booty. Now, is this high for Booty?
1: <laughs> That's classic, Kets. <laughs> you know, I like the pick.
2: Why did you give it that trade? I don't know. Someone else needs to look. Dear just, God. Got my spreadsheet here. Uh, Jason Chase, Chase Brown could Great be a pick. solid pick that could Is be, it, that could what, be that's what I mean that's a good pick you're mocking Jason I for the trades it. he makes
1: I'm not mocking Jason but if you for the look picks. at the
2: players he took he came out with a right. solid draft
1: okay fine but he could have had each of these picks three picks earlier yeah but he takes Chase Brown in the third player. round
2: the third round with one like one of the picks that he's tra- you know just utter nonsense uh, let's take the worst trade and then just pra- the, the, heat the, praise the I admit the trade was bad the trade the trade lit balls right I'm not going to say the suck words but his draft, in the end, was good. Mm. So, Fine, I mean, it's not, the, not right. the discussion, though, is it? Okay, Gleeder comes in with Xavier Hutchinson. Okay. Enough said. Ian Farouja <laughs> takes Shoemaker, and I'm just laughing at this point because I've traded with you, <laughs> and I'm taking Cedric Tillman because I think he's going to be Jay, What was that trade? Yeah. Uh, that was part of the Pittman-Dobbins oh, okay, extravaganza. Yeah, right. uh, Jason trades in and takes Deuce Vaughan.
1: No, I like that i wanted him in
2: the first. really I, I don't see it Nate. Take, i want to take him there but yeah Nate takes israel uh, but, uh blah, blah, blah. yep right. that guy uh jason takes uh jack hayner i think that's going to be a solid pick good start that, that 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 rounds out the fourth round here we start on the fourth round i come back with uh Dwayne McBride. okay bit of a sleeper kets comes back in and takes uh parker washington all right that's that's our guys we're taking thought our guys
1: thought you'd take him
2: I was going to, but I need running backs in this league, so I went yeah, right fair. over Parker. Dave, Dave takes Eric Gray, his guy. So this is where like we're getting that. into our guys. I like that. Uh, can, so can I
1: just jump? You on. want to give the 4-4 four four first, because I, I, I don't think I made this pick. Did you not? Is it, Did I not trade this pick away? Uh, it says I've got your name oh, here. I took this pick. Sorry, I took this yeah, pick. Yeah, you, took, it, you sorry, traded go. in to take yeah, Zach Evans. Now, can I just make a comment on this trade? Go on. So... I traded with Brit UK, right? Because again, I'm upset. <laughs> I'm
2: off, You're in yeah. your feelings here at this point. <laughs>
1: I'm in my feelings here, and um, I, I just wanted rid of Clyde Hilaire, He annoys me. He's a roster stuffer. He, he, yeah, he's bothersome. So
2: you so were so excited when you got him. I remember. I remember. Know, I I remember. So, so did you? So I chucked,
1: I chucked off. I chucked off Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for fourth round pick. <laughs> wow. Now then, now then I get a message. Now bear in mind, I've been, and i tell you why I'm annoyed because I've been trying to trade Clyde Edwards-Hilaire for this entire draft to anyone to let me trade up into the second round, then the third round, and no one's listening to me. Yeah. Uh, most rare. of the time, most of the time they don't listen, and they, then they message back and they say, sorry, I didn't see this till after I made the pick. Well, i fucking locked then. <laughs> but, um, Brit UK was one of the guys that had done this and he messaged me. And I, so I was like, Oh, like, uh, so I messaged him again. I was like, there's still a guy that I want new in Zach Evans. It's maybe like potential over a guy I'm trying to get rid of, whatever. It's, it, there's no value in it, but fine. Then I get a message off Phil. I'd have given you a second round pick for the <laughs> <laughs> So what happens then? What happens then? Apparently I'm told that it's too late to get out of this trade that I'd made uh, with, even though it hadn't been confirmed, it was pending. But again, I'm commissioner of this league, so I don't want to come across as dodgy. Right. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. I've made the trade. You know, I'll stand by it. Make the trade. What then happens right after that? Exactly what you think. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is traded by Britain UK to Phil for two third round picks. <laughs> Something that I've just traded Whoa. a fourth round pick for. I didn't, I didn't know and, that. And at this point, I'm ready to launch the phone out the window. I'm done. Do you know what I mean? Like I have been nothing but absolutely bent over a barrel this entire draft. Somehow the team has got worse than it was before the draft started. Uh, after my Dobbins trade. You're very,
2: well. very trade-happy. Well, I think
1: that. maybe that's the problem, but, but the problem is that my good trades seem to get declined, and so I get annoyed. Try and find alternate trades that don't do me any good.
2: It's a mess. Mm. <laughs> maybe maybe I'd, I'd, I'd make less emotional trades. I mean, uh, well, I was very emotional throughout this draft. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> anyway, so uh, after that, Britt comes back in with tank Tankdale, Jason takes Michael Wilson. Michael like that. That's a good. That's uh, a good Gleeder's yeah. takes uh, Tyler Scott. Uh, Phil takes Stetson Bennett.
1: Uh, that, and again, again, as if to, as if to add the cherry to the cake, that was the guy I was about to pick with the very next pick, and Phil trades in and takes him.
2: There you go. Well, Phil, fills in your mentions.
1: It's just, it's just, it was non-stop, man. It was every single time I was involved with this draft, someone put Sorry, me over. I was so you just had not pleased. A tough day. A very mm. tough, very tough day <laughs> at the office. Yeah, it, again, if I, you know, if this was a real draft, the GM gets up to the stadium and he's getting pelted with questions. You know, I was the Titans GM that was like, you know, don't ask me any negative questions. These, are, we're just happy for these guys. Yeah. That
2: this is this is their, this is their moment. No picks. Yeah, and with and with that, you took Evan Hull. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was just looking for upside at this point—a guy with a chance. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Matt takes uh, Zach Kuntz. Who Nate takes Dorian Thompson? Not a guy I'm familiar with. Got any? Got any intel on the QB? Dor- the Dorian QB? Thompson? Oh, it's Dorian Thompson. So and so. Yeah, yeah. The double power. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then Jason takes Trey Tucker, and that that rounds out the draft.
1: <sighs> well, well. What a mess! What a mess! I, 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 you know, will I say that Jason started a train of events that led to a horrible draft for me? <laughs> I will. I will say that.
3: Yeah, you're the real victim.
2: Here, you're so. blaming Jason.
1: I am blaming Jason because, frankly. Jason, it's your fault. No. Where are the uh, people involved? Where are the people involved in this? Yeah, I, I think I, Mike's got uh, some blame I, to take.
3: I, sorry, sorry,
1: Although I give Mike a bit of a pass because Mike at least sent... It wasn't like Mike sent this trade when Anthony Richardson fell. You know, he was just sitting out. It, that was what was so funny about it, right? Because me and Phil, I think, had sent competing trades. We didn't know what each trade was. And, you know, Jason just goes off the board and takes the trade that was sent days ago.
2: No. Before... Mike, what what was the <laughs> thinking when you made that trade? Was it like this would never happen? <laughs> <laughs> that was definitely the thinking. Yeah,
3: I can call the mindset. Oh, by the way, just letting you know, I like, had the trades pending in the league. Um, oh, is it- <sighs> what bullshit is?
1: Someone who kept something no,
3: done. it's not. Don't worry. Um, yeah, I no, I Richardson was available, so I said, like, "Well, can I get up there and get with?"
1: What does this mean, mate? Why are you giving? I'm not. I'm not even getting into. I'm not wasting time on this.
3: Carry on. Yeah, well, I honestly, I, I
2: can't, I can't, couldn't say. Anything. Oh, it's been completed. So you've swapped first-round picks with Gleaders. Yeah.
3: So you're Why? assuming I've, I've just heard a laugh because because. So he's, but he's gonna. Do, so you think he's gonna do better than you in 2025? No, you he think he's gonna do worse? Um, uh, g- genuinely, I've offered that trade to about four different people out of sheer boredom as a bit of a laugh. It's
2: a bit of a gamble. <sighs> I don't. I don't have a ridiculous first-round pick trade off Mike Farrell. Oh, then I'm where's right. my offer he sends them to me and I just decline
1: them I'm just I'm, <laughs> I, think,
3: I think I've sent some menus to you sorry over the year.
1: <laughs> I should just accept them but I get in my th- head about it and I'm like well why is he doing this what's the behind line bear in mind I came
2: last in this league I had picked one
1: yeah well that was because you tanked that's another thing again definitely it's more tanked. bad behaviour I def- again, definitely tanked this, this, this league was a complete mess because we've got Gav actively tanking we've got Gal refusing to set line <laughs> so I have to go in and set the lineup for him just to stop like you know, it's like, who can possibly be worse to try and get... I literally said, the my
2: dynasty strategy is to tank year one and then win. That's not a strategy. It's it cheating. It's not cheating. It's tank year one and then you were, win you for five purpose- years.
1: No, no, again, I had, to, again,
2: I'm like calling Gab out because he's like actively starting people that are clearly worse to try and lose Matt That's Pitt. not true. I try to win every game. Prov- provide evidence of me actively tanking. I, tra- I think I, did. I, I ta- did. No, no, no. I tanked in the draft, right? I, I, I deliberately drafted a spoiled roster. But then when it came to game day, <laughs> I put out the best team. No one can accuse me of... What if- does that mean? You deliberately drafted a bad roster? That doesn't make any
1: sense. Why, why did you do that? No,
2: no, no. I, 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 I drafted a team for two years' time. So I drafted Calvin Ridley. I drafted... Uh, Will Fuller alright the guy busted out but I was hoping he was going to come back I drafted all these guys that fell in the draft that were going to come good in year two that's what I always do there's, in no, glory in this. No, there there's is no glory in this this is sad it, this is how you build a <laughs> dynasty
1: oh, it's maddening this league Phil has been messaging me he's like this is you, you, he said I was going to try and leave this league and you said Rich was going to join then he didn't and now look at it and I'm like I oh, know so he was only staring for
2: Rich <laughs> yeah what a
3: fanboy simple for the eye candy <laughs> Ah, oh,
1: dear me! <laughs> the worst oh,
2: league in the world.
3: <laughs> sweet, sweet sigh
1: I nearly snapped at Jason. I think Jason said something. I was like, Jason, you're one bad pick away from me, cat, and you're up to the old people's home. Oh, come on! <laughs> I was like, sorry, Jason. Sorry for that. Sorry for that message. <laughs> it's all good fun. I, the thing is, I, I'm not mad at Jason because I get it. Like he doesn't, you know, he's not bothered. He's not. He's not as in his feelings about this as I am. I get that I am the unreasonable one. But come on now, Got to go
2: back to the early days of 2016, where it was you, me, and Jason watching Steelers games together. <laughs> didn't we know what would happen? Out
0: there,
2: this podcast, and now you are firing shots at Jason. <laughs> I just request some basic respect
1: in the league, some, some dignity. <laughs>
2: uh, well. You know, there's still hope for me in the other leagues. Uh, we need to get Lewis back on. Lewis Woods, our fantasy guru, yes. back on to evaluate our... Uh, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, that, you know what's a good idea. Why don't you jot down some trades that were made and we can bring them... Well, up I'm not the one later with
2: later the receipts on the, on the trades. I think that's you. Yeah, so no, popular, no one seems to want to trade with here. me uh, as a uh, league tanker. Product. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe I'll tank this league next year. <laughs> well, it's a bit late for that, isn't it? Maybe I'll trade away. Well, I think I already have. I think after this draft. We'll see. Right. Should we wrap it up? Yeah. <laughs> I've got a new Zelda game to go play. Are you playing it? What's it called? <laughs> on the Switch, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Zelda Tears of the Kingdom.
3: The
2: Nintendo it's, need uh, this, don't they? They need it to it's, be good.
1: It's been given a 98 on Metacritic, Ooh. and it's currently the highest rated video game of all time. Whoa. But is that not just Nintendo wank? <laughs> Great fantasy name, <laughs> well, I mean,
3: I- by the way
1: it's kind of wild because this game is now the highest rated game of all time Metacritic and the one before it Breath of the Wild is the third highest rated video game of all time Mm. Um, and I did I did give Breath of the Wild a rare 10
2: I don't uh, dig Nintendo I hear
1: you I I have a lot of complaints about Nintendo but Mm. there's do you know what it is I love it like just crazy exploration right I love the idea of like what's over this hill and you can go anywhere and like I think these Zelda games do that better than like anything, really.
2: Subnautica. You played that on the PlayStation.
1: Ah, no. Very interesting. Very interesting. Wait, is Subnautica the game that I think it is?
2: The dark, like you're underwater, kind of finding aliens. Building habitats.
1: Oh, habitats. wait. This this is a different... Yeah, okay. This is like a survival game, right?
2: It? It's brilliant. Me and, me and LJ have been playing it. <clears throat> We're absolutely hooked on it. It is awesome.
1: Do you know what it is? Because it does look cool. But because I, and I love undersea exploration. Oh stuff, man, you'd love I this game.
2: It's it's brilliant.
1: It, it's the thing that there's two things that put me off more than anything in games, and it's survival and like crafty base building stuff. And I, mm. as soon as I see that, I'm like, I don't want to play these games.
2: Yeah, no, the the mechanics of the game are pretty good. In that, yeah, all right. At first, you're like struggling to survive, but they give you you know as you as you progress, the uh, the sort of boring survival mechanics become. You get it automatically. Mm-hmm. So you get your food and your drink. Yeah, yeah. So it becomes not a problem. Because I do like the whole like going around finding species,
1: scanning the species, collecting the fish. Yeah, it's like good. That kind of it's stuff.
2: good. <laughs> it's just like a bonkers map. And like you, you as you get more equipment to go further mm-hmm. and go deeper. Like the other day, I was de- we, we were down to 900 meters and it was all getting like a bit crushy and scary beasts and like you you're in a bit of a dead end and you're actually thinking why am i even here like there's nothing here for me why am i here why am i pushing the depth of my gear it's just a really really good game
1: on a more minimalistic level in a kind of similar way you heard of a game called dredge no, came out this year no. it's on switch um i don't have it's, switch well it is on everything i just said that cuz oh, okay. i thought you were playing that on switch um it's uh, basically, it's kind of minimalist like that, where you you out on a little fishing boat, right, and you're going out, and it sort of starts where you just casual, you know, you, you go fishing, you, you upgrade your like your line or whatever. But there's like a like an underpinning Lovecraftian element where like mm-hmm. all the townspeople are kind of like don't go out at night, you know, like there's like weird stuff in the water, like but and it's just. Again, minimalistic. Like all you ever really do is like manage. It's kind of like um, space management. You ever play Resident Evil? Like mm. you had to like manage the things in your inventory. Yeah. It's kind of like that with the fish. Mm. Come back, sell the fish, upgrade your gear. But then the interesting part is the exploring and what's out at night. And like there's a mechanic of like how panicked do you get at night and you start to see things and what's real and what isn't. Oh, Dredge, did. very interesting. <laughs> um, and Jedi Survivor I just finished. So give you it, finished you it, first it first
2: or, one? oh wait the first yeah, one, yeah. the second one, the second one. You finished that already yeah yeah unbelievable me, how many, me, and how Chloe many, bo- me and Chloe have both finished it and we have the same copy <laughs> how many days was that
1: <laughs> Chloe finished it before me Chloe finished it like a week before me it's what's crazy that? like um
2: I, I, I what the hell I, I remember being at school with these people <laughs> that finished computer games within a second I'm just not that good man it just takes me ages like we're still on um, the first level we got stuck trying to get to the barge that's stuck in the thing like we're just like wandering around trying to get there uh, what's this on? Jedi Survivor Oh, the first one. Oh, the,
0: yeah.
1: No, the second one. The, wait, I'm so confused. Are you playing the first one? Or the second, second one. Second one. Oh, so you've got it. Okay, right. Cool. It, yeah. Okay, sorry. But we're so, still on the. We're, we're still on the first level. You still where on the? where <laughs> you just crash landed?
2: No, where like the uh, the there's like a barge that's crashed right. Like so you have to get to it.
1: Barge. Oh, on the, on yeah.
2: yeah. The opening. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're still yeah. on the opening. I mean, we've only played it for a little bit because we've been so stuck on Subnautical, but. I, People seem to, like, finish computer games very quickly. <laughs> man,
1: I, I ploughed probably 35 hours into that game. Ooh,
2: 35 man. hours. Okay, right. We're yeah. about one hour. That makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, it's great, man. Really good. I mean, it is good. You'll enjoy it. Like I thought... I thought this was way better than the first one. and I like the first one a lot. So. And, and I think it's more accessible. It's a little bit easier, I think. You think so? Um, there's challenges at points, but like I feel like the boss battles are easier. The you boss work, battles I are so easier. I,
2: I find like it's more about finding your way and, yeah. and less about beating bosses, which maybe I don't dig.
1: I like the exploration,
2: though. I mean, it's, yeah. it's not that complicated. It's, give, me, give me a hard boss. I tell you what, what. I'm, I'm an 80s you gamer. The, you know? I'm a double dragon yeah. gamer. I, I want the hard there
1: bosses. There is hard bosses in there. You've just got to maybe go hunt them out and there's different ones. But... Mm. Um, I think what it is as well. Once you once you unlock like because it's a bit of a Metroidvania right, where you like go back and unlock different abilities to go different places. Yeah. Once you unlock some of the better movement abilities, right. Once you can like dash in the air again and do double jumps or whatever, it, it becomes more satisfying. I think to to get around. So just stick it out. But man, the lightsaber feel in this game is so good. And, yeah, it's oh, good. Really good, really good. So yeah, big fan of Jedi Survivor. Um, but yeah, I'm just all in on Zelda right now. I'm I'm ready to yeah. get dive in deep. Apparently, it's like going to be like 160 hours long. So. Oh, we'll see if I can stick that out. Yeah,
3: uh, fun man. Uh, Mike, you, know, you ever played video games or not? I have not in years, though. Really? Why? What, what? 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 Not? Not the time? Not got the time? Yeah, I'd, I'd probably argue time, yeah. yeah but I, I think, I think the worst thing I did from my degree was buying Madden. <laughs> Madden the TV and a <sighs> and a, and a uh, PS and I a phone.
2: Man,
1: we should all, well, we shouldn't now because, you know, I don't know, fuck Madden, but make Madden great again. And if you do, I'd love for us all to, like, do one of those online leagues. That'd be so good. We 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 kind of dabbled in starting that, didn't we, Gavin, then we never really got Did off we ever again play? Yet. I'm
2: not sure we ever played. I'm terrible at that.
1: No. Uh, well, that's the, I think, I'll be honest, that is my partially my problem is, like, there's always a skill level difference. Like, I remember when I went to Ketzel, he's like, oh, let's play Madden. And I'm like, I, I, like I, I, this sounds like I'm being a dick, but like I just you know like, is it fun for you if I just beat you 16 like.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> is that what
0: <laughs> <not> fun? <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, okay. So I remember, you know, I, remember
2: I, I, I got absolutely owned by my my uh, a friend of ours from America called Angelo that came over, and we're like, yeah, let's play some Madden. I was like, yeah, I know, but he just absolutely kicked my ass. Like, just yeah. I, there's nothing I could do. Like he was doing he was doing uh, like fourth downs. Just winning it like trick plays and just nothing I could do. I just couldn't beat him and no matter of tactical thing, and it's just like this isn't fun, man. <laughs> it's not
1: fun. It's just it's like the difference. It's like you're either like the guy who gets it or you're the casual player, right? So it's like if you're in two different realms, it's just almost pointless to compete because yeah. it's yeah. You need to have just put more hours in and just understand the mechanics more. Rare Angelo so, shout
2: out, New York New York Giants fan. Mm-hmm. <sighs>
1: Yeah, and the thing is, I'm not even that good at Madden. Like, if I play people that can play Madden, like I don't think I'm particularly good because I play the computer really. I don't really play many real yeah. people, so I don't think I'm like very good at them.
2: Every, everyone I play that's a real person just beats me, just yeah. with like annoying things that wouldn't actually happen in the NFL. And yeah, I'm just thinking, like, I try to avoid doing that. That doesn't know, happen avoid... in the NFL, like onside kicks constantly. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> come on, man. But anyway, yeah. But we yeah we should play like a fair a fair league where you can't do that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no fourth down conversions
1: unless you're like reasonably gonna do it. Yeah,
2: mm. my brother always beats me. It's just everyone beats me. I'm just no good <laughs> at put the competing. timing. Yeah, you got to yeah, put yeah. the timing. I remember my brother kicking my ass at California Games in like 1988. So you don't, you probably didn't even know what that that is, do you? California Games. what's California Games? Oh man, it's so good. Roller skating. It was surfing, mm. beanie bags, discus throwing. It's all like you're kind of like stoner like Cal yeah, University. Yeah. It was good. Like that, Sega Masters
3: even I think I remember that. I yeah, seem, good, I seem to remember playing one when yeah, I was, was very, very really young. And you were Hacky uh, Sack, was, yeah, that was Hockey it. Sack. I was just about to say, it. yeah, it was Hacky Sack, yeah, yeah. that was one of the, that was that was one like the games, yeah, yeah.
1: You, you know what, you would love, Gavin. I and I, I sadly, it's just such like a time and money commitment, it's almost impossible to convince everyone to get around to doing it. But I feel like we would have such an awesome time if all of us had like one of the Oculus headsets. Right? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. If we all went on I'm not and allowed we all like,
2: this. I'm not allowed. Oh really? Yeah, my my <laughs> missus thinks I'm going to go down some kind of porn wormhole.
1: You'd love <laughs> it, dude. You, not even for the forget the porn. You'd love it, like because the the people you could be, the conversations you could have, dude. If we were sat there playing like two AM Poker Stars on Occupy man, you. would be I told you right about the night we met the husband and wife swing a couple from Detroit <laughs> playing Poker Stars, and one of them was like trying to get me to come to t- Detroit and like hang out. with uh-huh. That's
2: Exactly yeah. why I'm not allowed to play. <laughs>
1: it's awesome dude oh honestly it's does, so funny. She, she doesn't I, know
2: why i'm banned but she knows there's a good reason <laughs> why i'm banned. we uh we because if you get like top golf i feel like we could
1: all go to the driving range you can hang out like playing um uh what's the game where they throw the bean bags thing cornhole yeah you can play that like you can play like full 18 hole rounds it's so good we could have a good time yeah i think
2: yeah that's I'd love to, right? man. Right. i mean, yeah. absolutely love to. But, you know, spending 300 quid on the system that is going to end my my marriage
3: isn't, isn't my pro- top priority. I understand. Expensive way, expensive way to start the divorce process.
1: hmm <laughs> <laughs> I just hope that one day it maybe becomes like a little bit more like, you know, like like the Wii was, like where everybody ends up with one for some reason. Oh, I love it. I know. Then, I to, then we can
2: really go. No, nah, it's fine, man. VR is fine, man. It feels like it's the, the, the VR time is over, but... I, I wish that um, I had
1: more hours in the day because I feel like that's the thing that always gets a short shrift. Because you know, because like you have to get it out and stand up and do the whole thing. And like, if 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 I had like eighty out, not eighty hours, if I had like tw- you know thirty hours in the day, that would be
2: what I'd be trying to squeeze in next. More. Practice. I don't know. I, I got into a, a period of like watching those melody sleep videos. Mm. They're good, man, and I think in VR they'd be really good. Yeah, I love melody sheep. Melody sheep, yeah, not melody sleep, but yeah. Anyway, we're off down
1: some tangents now. Yeah. And I can't believe we recorded for two and a half hours on a week where I thought we might be light on content. This so never
0: happened.
1: Uh, If you're still with us, that means you probably enjoy listening to our nonsense because we've ranted about football and then gaming for probably 45 minutes. So mm-hmm. God bless you. Um, what are we doing next week? What did I say? Uh, oh, the, oh yeah. The, the schedule release is probably out now we'll probably or out it's coming long. out in the next hour. So let's not talk about it now. We'll do that next <laughs> week. Um, and we'll, we can run through the schedule with a way too early rest um, prediction if you want win loss yeah do you want to go through that we go through this yeah 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 let's do that yeah we'll do that next week yeah cool Mm. so and then then we'll start getting into some more zany ideas the week after I think right we'll Well, we'll start
2: pitching some more (sighs) we we always say we're going to get zany and then we fall into like the rigid
1: I've got some ideas this year though I think at least a few and I think um, do you know what I'm going to do I'm going to write down the Olympic idea right now because I thought that was fun in my little ideas notes tab Mm mm-hmm UKSP ideas, episode ideas, right? I've got a few here. Olympics. I'll probably forget what this means.
2: But so we always say this every year, and then every year we like, oh well, last year this show we did this, and actually, what we do is always good. Well, it's because so. like, I feel like it. you know, I
1: wanna, I wanna, um, you know, I wanna put stuff in, but then I feel like you guys, you know, not gonna have time to maybe like prepare the things for the ideas, so I don't wanna,
2: mm. you know,
1: and I don't know necessarily who's gonna be on the show, so
2: that's true. Mm. We'll try and
1: do it ahead this year. year. Yeah, we'll, get we'll, him we'll get them ahead. Yeah, yeah. All right. Planning the pod here on the pod as on the, the pod. BFF stuff. Let's say so, yeah. Okay. Follow the show at UK Steelers Pod. Follow me at Cyril. Follow Gav at GM boomer Follow Mike at Mike underscore JF One. We'll see you on the other side. Let's let see See you guys.
2: Go Steelers. <laughs>